Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad Lo más bueno 
Cerveza, por favor. See, I, I I can speak the language a little bit. I know what's up. And today is Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. We all know what it stands for, right? First person that says independence gets slapped. It's the win in the Battle of Pueblo. The Battle of Pueblo. That was the correct answer. V Coop, first one here today. He says, Hampi Cinco de Adele on her birthday. Damn you. Really? Her birthday is today? Jesus. Hello. Hola. It's me. That's close enough. I was no, you got to do it in Spanish. Come on. These years no, no, I don't want to meet you, you crackpot. 
Uh, Andrew says, good morning, ass. Happy Adele v. Coop. God damn it, again? Come on. I said it again. To go over everything. They say the time's supposed Shut to up. heal you, but I ain't done much eating. No, you just done eating. Uh, let's see. Arise is in the house in Oklahoma. She uh, survived yesterday's crazy storms that wrecked that state. Can't tell, but uh, good morning. What a thunder and lightning storm it was all night. We were not. Uh, we were not one of the towns hit by the tornadoes last night. Thank God. It was a busy night for them, though. Lots of damage in their wake. The weathermen earned their pay yesterday for sure. Yeah. Springtime down in this area means lots and lots of tornadoes. Uh, let's see. Sounds like your area is nice and moist now. It rises. All right. It says, oh, it's super moist, V-Coop. Thanks. Uh, V-Coop says, Arnie said today's music was going to have a theme. I'm going to make an early prediction say they're all B-side songs. In other words... To hear them, the record has to be overturned like Roe v. Wade. Well, that's a lot of thinking. I ain't going to do that much thinking. Uh, Derek is in the house. Derek, how are you, my friend? I hope that everything is going well with you. I hope that you have a good day today. There it is, just for him. Um, not sure if Felice Navidad is a B-side, but I like your thinking. Stray Fire says, happy holiday made up by Gringo's Day. Amen to that. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Happy Cinco de Mayo, and I'm sick. Sore throat so bad I couldn't sleep last night. I woke up in pain from swallowing. That's never good. Uh, I rise my prediction. I went out on a limb like an emo kid <laughs> hanging themselves. My man, Christopher. So, Christopher, in a couple weeks. Actually, yeah, it is a couple weeks, I think. Hold on. Uh, you know, the Top Gun movie comes out like two weeks from today. Now, I, it comes out early that week uh, on a Tuesday, but I'm already going to see the Nolan Ryan documentary on Tuesday. If they have a later showing of Top Gun, I'll go from Nolan Ryan into Top Gun. But uh, we will both be doing Top Gun reviews, just to let you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, Christopher said, good morning. I appreciate your creativity and fearlessness out on Olympic Coop. Uh, V Coop Bravo. Uh, look at that. Oh, my lucky stars. Yep. Oh, look at that. It's Braddy Kid. Look around here. There's enough niggas in what? here to make oh. a Tarzan movie. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> on fire today. Uh, how about some Selena? No, no Selena. No, I've, I've got the music. The music theme is done. It's already picked out. Hangtown Jen's in the house. Holy cow, morning ass. How are you, Jen? How are things going? Have you ever had a Texas hot lunch? When a girl sh on your dick, immediately followed by a tasty blowjob. You can buy yourself a Texas hot lunch and cane, paw for somewhere around two bucks. That cane slut gave me a Texas hot lunch at the old skating rink after I had a hard day's work playing Minesweeper on the rig. <laughs> I swear, they're getting worse. Fred says, illegal alien LMAO. Uh, Derek's laughing. Hola, amigo. Don't forget about the great Hispanic song from Two Live Crew, Me So Horny. Well, fuck me. That was awkward. I was just grooving the tiniest song, getting really into it in my work parking lot. Maybe the radio got a bit too loud. I'm singing away and over. I look who works in the welfare office is walking in. She's of Hispanic descent. Like she speaks more Spanish than English. She did not, I repeat, not like the song 
It was not. It's no fun being a legal alien. Oh, that's good stuff, right? Happy Canelo fight weekend. You can't have a Cinco de Mayo without a Canelo fight. Is he fighting this weekend? Like, seriously, if he's fighting this weekend, I'll watch. He either fights this weekend or during the actual independence of Mexico, which is, what, September 15th, somewhere around there? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I, I hit the wrong button there for the bratty kid. I apologize that that one, yeah. Uh, no, no, no shit left my mouth. All right. Man, we have got so much stuff to get to. Uh, first thing, though, first thing, though, we we have a candidate. This is not a great candidate for fight of the year. Now, the thing to listen, you have to listen to this one. I I I have posted it now for you to look at. This is a couple of Cubs fans. I don't know why Cubs fans are fighting each other at Wrigley Field, and you have to listen to the people that are chirping. That, that's what makes this video great. <laughs> Fat guy sitting in the fight of the year, but the guy yelling twist his dick, you had to hear that. <laughs> Why is that dude pulling down? I, I have no idea, but yeah, I, I, I love that. Twist his dick. Twist his dick. You don't yell that at a fight. Oh, yesterday was a very, very active day in the world. Let's start with this. Let, 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 let's go ahead and go back, shall we, to this whole abortion thing. By the way, uh, that rude bitch that I got into it with, uh, the 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 Brandy Thomas girl or whatever her fucking name was, on uh, on Facebook. I guess she had a little tag team partner. A little gal came in, says, "Wow, Arnie, I guess you and your 31 listeners feel all big and tough, right?" So of course I answered, "Wow, I'm up to 31, huh?" Yeah. Don't fuck with me. Really, you gonna fuck with me? You, do you really think that you're going to get there and your little keyboard muscles are going to mess with me? Motherfucker, please. Motherfucker, please. So, yes, we are going to talk about abortion again. But first, we have to talk about, first of all, I, I just want to recap what I said yesterday to make sure that everybody understands what is happening in America right now. And what is happening in America right now is that the far, 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 far crazy left have decided that they were going to leak. They not not well. First of all, they were going to steal a document from the Supreme Court. Let 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 let's call this what it is. This is theft on a national level. They've stolen a document from the Supreme Court and released it. 
It's got this world up in arms. So much so that left-wing groups are calling for protest at six of the conservative judges' houses. Now, is this probably going to end up being voted for five to four? Oh, kick ass. Abortion talk on Tuesdays. So they want to show up at the homes for these justices. Okay. But that's not even the most egregious thing that happened yesterday. I want you to listen to what our boy Joe said yesterday. And, and by the way, he so let has... Let me introduce you to the Epson. Yeah, that, that's Shaq. That's not Joe. This is Joe. If you have uh, stage... Wait, hold on a second here. Changes the law saying that, that, that children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children. Hmm? Is that, is that legit under the way the decision is written? What are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political ex- organization that's existed in American history. I want you to hear that part right there again. Let me turn it all the way up. God damn it. That's existed in American history. In recent American history. American history. In recent American history. The MAGA group, Republicans, are the most extreme organization in history. More so than Antifa. More so than BLM. More extreme than the American Communist Party. Do I need to keep going? That would make them what, uh, Joe? A terrorist group? Who's a more eloquent speaker, Joe or Shaq? I'm going to take Shaq. Morning, Brett. Uh, Ben Shapiro put it perfectly when he said the leak was either to intimidate one of the conservative judges to switching votes or to fire up voters for the midterms. Breaking news, uh, breaking laws for convenience equals hallmark of the left. He said it perfectly. Because I I said it yesterday, these judges are now put in a no-win situation. And it's there to get the the left riled up to vote because they're going to take abortions away. Abortions might go away in 24 states. That's a lot. I'll, I'll give you that. That's a lot. But that means more than half the states will still have abortions. Of course, they're the most extreme group. I remember when Joe said George Floyd's death is bigger than the impact on JFK. Oh, you, you, you mean this? But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. And, and you hear in there that you hear that, mm-hmm, and that's Kamala saying that. Anybody who believes that is dumber than a box of shit. If the person that stole the leaked document would have been a magna crowd, he would have been a paraded around like Lee Harvey Oswald. Of course. Well, uh, I think it was Ogre yesterday who said it. it was, I'm pretty sure it was Ogre or V. Coop. 
when they find out who does this, and we pretty much know it's uh, Sotomayor's one of her clerks, they will be disbarred, but then they'll get a job at CNN or MSNBC and make more money than we do. More extreme than going to people's houses for violent purposes? Yes, Dan, more extreme than that. You remember, yeah, you remember when Antifa went to those those people's house in St. Louis and they were armed and they broke through the gate. That's exactly what's happening right now, according to Joe Biden. So finding and uh, protesting the justice's home sounds kind of like intimidation. Oh, yeah, they're building fences around the Supreme Court building today. This is the America that you live in. The Supreme Court, the highest court in the nation, which should be respected and revered. You might not go along with all their decisions, but they are the law of the land. And now we have to put fencing up around it? Wait a second, I thought those were all just crazy MAGA people that we had to put fencing up for i.e. January 6th, because somebody said it on here yesterday, and I totally agree. I, I uh, totally agree to this. Oh, what was I going? Oh, shit, I just had a brain fart. Uh, suddenly walls work, fencing, pandemic America season three looking kind of hot already. Um, they will, uh, this is what I guarantee you. If anyone storms into the Supreme Court building, somebody said it yesterday, they'll be held up. Yes, they're going to be held up as patriots. Mark my words. The media, the 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 so-called media, I, I don't even want to call the 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 left TV people, you know, all news people. These people were patriots. No, they weren't. No, don't, 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 don't call them patriots if you're not going to call people. And, and people on January 6th, I didn't think were patriots either. I'm sorry. I, I, I hope that doesn't ruin anybody's day that I didn't agree with what happened on January 6th. Yeah. I love how Trump supporters are the most extreme group in American history, worse than the weather underground and even the actual Nazi organizers that were plotting to overthrow the U.S. in the late 30s. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? Yeah, yeah Ratberger, you nailed it here in this text he sent me. He says, uh, the whole leak was a classic uh, DNC. We need a new message because we stay in power because of the polls. Yeah. Look, man. And, and by the way, their message is working. Do you want to know how I, I know their message is working? Someone who I kind of admire, who I kind of like, Dave Portnoy, the guy who started Barstool Sports. I, I, I like Dave Portnoy. He's a very conservative guy. Somebody's gotten to him recently, though. He said that Donald Trump would not be a good choice for president. I don't know if that's true or not. 
But then he came out and said that if they do overturn Roe versus Wade, he'll vote Democratic. That is exactly the person they want. They got the guy. Do you know how many people idolize Dave Portnoy? you know how many young guys across this country between the ages of 18 and 35 admire this guy like there's no tomorrow? If he says to vote left, guess what? They're going to vote left. This would be like getting Joe Rogan to say that he's going to vote Democratic. Ogre says all the protesters, all the namby-pamby worry warts who shouldn't even have to worry about abortion in the first place because they're fucking ugly toad beasts, all of them have zero comprehension that the Supreme Court is not a court of morality or of creating or enforcing law. Their job is to, and I want them to understand this one word, interpret the law based on precedent and the fucking Constitution. There is no constitutional right to get an abortion. And like I said days ago, until there's an amendment passed by three-fourths of the states, it will never be an actual right. It goes rightfully so, according to the Tenth Amendment, back to the individual states to determine abortion access and rights. First big one of the day. Correct the mundo! This is the part that I'm laughing at the most, though. And I laugh at all these fucking people. Good morning, Alicia. How are you? Somebody give that man a... Bingo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Barstool Sports steals from Arnie like he was issuing Supreme Court decisions. You're damn right they do. I should be hosting their wrestling show. Let, 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 let's just, this is what cracks me up the most. All these people that are crying, it's my body, it's my rights. Go to California. Go to Michigan. Go to New York. If you live in Texas, drive to New Mexico. It's not legal in the state that you live in. Okay, then guess what? Don't live there. If you're willing to throw your pussy around like there's nobody's business and you're not worried about getting knocked up, do it in one of those fucking states. You can call them up. California Abortion Clinic, no fetus can beat us. They'll do it. It's not going anywhere. Dummies. And I ain't talking to anybody that is an ass family member when I say dummies. I'm talking to all the people that, that don't listen to the show on a regular basis, that don't understand the way the world works. You fucking assholes. California and New York will be the abortion hubs of the U.S., yeah? My body, my choice. Now take that damn COVID shot, you fucking racist. That's what the message from the left, you can't take anything they say seriously. Exactly. Oh, that's different, Douglas. Our body, our rights is totally different than taking a shot. No, it's not. No, it's not. I, I understand that, that we live in a world now where you just say stuff and you don't have to have that, quote, burden of proof anymore. You just say shit, and it's it's fact. 
You get a hot beef injection from some guy at a bar one night, and he he drips his antidote in you, and lo and behold, you're pregnant. Just like the government coming and giving you a cold-ass needle injection, and now they drip their quote-unquote antidote in you, and now it lives in you. How is that? How is that especially different? I'd like to know. I saw some idiot. Po- I saw some idiot post that they need to rename the Supreme Court to the White Supreme Court. And I laughed. Really? They just put a fucking black woman on there for fuck's sake, idiot. If the Dems had their way, it'd be closer to the Taco Supreme Court. I, I, no, it would be the United Fucking Nations of Benetton. We know for one thing, it would not have the word white in there at all. Uh, let's see what Alicia say. Uh, Alicia, that's so sad. I am pro-choice, but I don't want to be subsidizing the homeless and the abortions of the rest of the country through my tax dollars. Well, that's why. And, and Douglas, you know this. You're a very, very smart guy. Uh, you know what to do. You you do what you do. You go out and vote. You have a bunch of idiots that live in your state, and they vote the other way. That's all. And those people, by the way, if you're listening in Nevada right now, your abortions aren't going anywhere. Congratulations. Washington State, for sure not going anywhere. Oregon, of course not. Come to Oregon and get a fucking abortion. That would be their new state motto. Yeah, because that's interesting for them to make a statement on racism. Abortion kills more black babies than whites, so there's that. Oh, it it like this whole thing, this whole talk, this whole abortion. It's so maddening. You have the president of the United States coming out and saying the Republican Party is the most extreme party this American uh, America has ever seen. These MAGAs, well, if you look at the MAGAs, that means 79 million compared to your 81 million that you voted got votes from, allegedly. 79 million people are, are, are terrorists now? V. Coop says, you're absolutely right. Alicia Planned Parenthood was designed specifically, specifically to target blacks, which the leader did want to kill black babies. That is true. That is very true. By the way, we do have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on uh, today. Uh, Experts are coming out and saying that the Supreme Court leak shows distrust outlines for potential crimes, you think? I, I, I'm just shaking my head now. That, that, that's all I can do anymore. I, 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 I shake my head because it's gotten to be where it's too stupid to even really talk about. Now you tell middle class suburbanites they're evil if you don't vote left. 
See how that turns comes out in November. Well, what do you think, Ogre? Do you think that works? I mean, I, I, I'm stuck in a rut here, Ogre. I mean, you make a great point there, but do they vote that way? Or do they say, fuck you and vote conservative? I, 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 I don't know. Like, you used to be able to kind of put your finger on the pulse of America and, and understand things, but we are so... It, it wouldn't work on me because I have a backbone, but how many Americans don't have backbones? Yeah, okay, all right, I see what you're saying now. It didn't work in 2016, and telling people to fuck themselves lost Virginia. Let's see, they told uh, the Virginia, uh, look, I, I, I'm agreeing with you on a lot of this. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to argue here. Uh, 2016, yeah, it didn't work then because we knew Hillary was fucking bad. The Virginia thing, that, that was them telling us what was best for our kids, so... I, I see your point. I, I, I still, I hope. Ogre, Ogre, I hope you're right. I hope you're right from the majority. Now, from what I've read, even Latinos are turning their backs on the Democratic Party and willing to vote for the GOP to fix the economy. There are a lot of Latinos that will do that. I mean, that's how, that's how Trump won Florida in 2016. Or 2020, I'm sorry, 2020. That's how we got Florida. The Hispanic vote. Latino vote. Where does he outline the crimes here? Some This guy outlines the crimes that, that the person who stole the... Uh, This is a leak that's never, ever been ever been handled before uh, because leaks in the past have happened, but it was on cases that they had already adjudicated. This leak is before they've adjudicated this. Uh, okay, so here are the crimes. If this was an outsider who hacked into a computer to which they did not normally have access, that'd be computer fraud. Uh, let's see, wire, mail fraud, wire fraud, perpetrating, uh, perpetrating a fraud can include somebody who has a duty and obligation to act in a particular way, kind of like Sotomayor's aid, and they're going to let this leak. Uh, do you know what I think should happen? This is what I think should happen. Uh, if it was Sotomayor's uh, page, I think Sotomayor should be at least impeached. What if she told the page to release that? Now, granted, it doesn't help right now. It doesn't help if she gets impeached and gets kicked out because we have a Democrat in office. They'll just put another Democrat in there. I'm very interested to see how this story unfolds. And and, and I know that's the understatement of the year, but I want to see how it unfolds for the leaker. And, of course, how it unfolds for the rest of the country. Sotomayor won't be impeached with this Congress. If she's not, 
America will I, – I, if she is somehow behind this leak, and I'm not saying she is. All I've heard is rumor that it's one of her pages. If she's behind the leak, she has to be impeached. And if they don't impeach her for it, by the way, the investigation has started. This is see. This is the funny part. This is this is the funny part. Is that you have to think about this in the American people at home. If Justice Sotomayor is behind this and does not get impeached before November, it will clearly show the American people that the people that are in office right now are not doing the job that they're supposed to do. If you leak something from the Supreme Court, that's pretty much, hey, I, I mean, you're going to probably end up getting fired anyway, but the way they fire you is through impeachment. And if they don't impeach her and she's behind this, oh, daddy. I thought January 6th was bad. Democrats say you must vote Democrat, but you can ignore biology and decide you can be whatever gender you want. But biological women should have the choice to have to say with their bodies, except if they decide not to wear a mask or decide not to get a vaccine or to wear a top. That's another one. My body, my choice. There's a lot of gals that want to walk around without their, bra- their tops on. A lot of ugly gals that want to walk around with their top without their tops on. Yet we make them do that. Their body, their choice. Why don't you find out a little bit harder about that? I'm telling. Well, look, look. I, I I agree with you somewhat that she won't like. She won't be impeached by the left, even if there's video footage of her handing the document to Politico. A part of me agrees with you, but for everything that the left had gained, I want you to think about this: the Dave Portnoy's of the world saying, "If they overturn Roe versus Wade, I'll vote Democrat." Well, you're a fucking idiot. Secondly, if they overturn that, that's bad. But if we allow it to be overturned because a crime was committed to overturn it, you better wake the fuck up, people. Can we make the no tops thing legal today? Straight fire. All all, all I'm going to say is that you ready? Melissa McCarthy. Because they know most people are actually okay with them hanging out their tatas. M- Melissa McCarthy? You okay with that? You okay with you okay with Whoopi Goldberg walking around topless? Sure, I mean I'm gonna be excited to see Emily Ratajkowski walking around topless. That'll be fantastic. But then to see Winona Judd walking around topless? I don't think so. I don't think so. Now, I am going to completely derail and, and do something completely different here because we do have Joe Murphy on, and I have to get to this story because I am, to, to say, beyond livid, beyond pissed. And, and uh, Braddy Kid sent me this story during the day yesterday, and I couldn't get to it. 
But we're going to get to it right now. We all know who Ray J is, right? He's the guy who made the sex tape with Kim Kardashian. And then it was stolen and, 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 and all this bullshit. And then all of a sudden the Kardashians became the hottest thing on the fucking planet. Well, well, well. Have the chickens come home to roost? Ray J has gone to the Daily Mail. Let's see. I can personally attest to this. Back in junior college, I worked at the Cal Expo Amphitheater. one of those blue vest security idiots. Grateful Dead shows were my trial to the fire to start the summer. I saw topless old hippie chicks who looked like elephants with trunks. I do not want women walking around topless because only the uggos will do so. Yep, see? See, I, I, I hate to kill the dream, but I, I have to be a dream killer sometimes, and I, I, I don't like it. The singer went to the DailyMail.com yesterday, a very reliable news source, telling them he's furious that the Kardashians have essentially accused him of holding an unreleased sex tape over their heads. And that he was the one who leaked the original tape in the first place. He insists the truth is the exact opposite. Wait, 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 what? Ray J says that while he and Kim were dating, he floated the idea jokingly of putting out a sex tape just like Paris Hilton's to elevate their celebrity. And not only Kim, but Chris Jenner agreed. Golly. So what he's saying is that Chris Jenner and Kim were completely behind the sex tape. I like rabbit. No, not the right one. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I've been saying it for years. I told, I, God damn it, I told you so. I mean, shit. Come on. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. He says that the unreleased portion has always been in Kim's possession in a Nike shoebox under her bed. He's never possessed any copies. He's been fuming over the fact the Kardashians have made him seem of late that he had more footage. Wait, this was a way for them to get more ratings for their new terrible Hulu show? When are people going to have enough of this, too? I, I, I mean, seriously. I don't care about Ray J. Ray J can just go fuck himself. I am tired of the Kardashians being forced down everybody's goddamn throat. How she gets credit for getting people out of jail. She's not even a lawyer. She's not smart enough to be a lawyer. Is he sure it's a Nike and not New Balance shoebox? This is not my dad. This is not Big Jer. I think Ray J might know the difference. What? Wow. (sighs) 
I can't wait till Kim shits on Pete Davidson. Those bitches are toxic as fuck. Oh, I'll tell you this right now. And, and I, I'm not very happy about saying this, but I have a bad feeling about when, when those two break up. It, it's inevitable. We know it's going to happen. Um, he has all kind of depression issues. Oof. Now, God damn it. Look at this. Ludacris gets a state honorary degree. Now, come on. When am I going to get my honorary degree? I want my honorary doctorate. Douglas, that's Amber Heard who does that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, fucking Christ. I swear to God. Um, let's see. Oh, sorry, Arnie, I'm trying. Let, 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 let's step it up. Come on now. I, I don't care if it's from a junior college, just a doctorate in comedy. Well, they have announced uh, the, the inductees to this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Let's go through these. We'll we'll play real quick clips of all, all these groups that that are in. First band that is in. There you go. There you go. The Eurythmics. You can get an honorary AA degree from saying, I don't care, whatever it is. I want an honorary doctorate. So here you go. Who else is in there? Well, so you got the Eurythmics one. Uh, yeah, let, let me just say, it's about goddamn time. That's right. We are young. That's right. Pat Benatar in. A lot of people are going to like this one because it's about time. (laughs) Judas Priest in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, this next one, you're not going to hear them sing, but you'll be hearing them on the uh, playing. No, no, no. No, it's not the time or Morris Day yet. But members of the time, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, recipients of the Musical Excellence Award. Who else is in? Let's see. Uh, This guy right here is in. Oh, come on. Get to it. 
right, we're dancing on the ceiling for Lionel Richie, baby. He's in. No surprise here, but this guy's in. Hi, my name is. My name is. My name is. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Eminem. There's only three more. This band, it, it, it's about time this band got in there. Let me just say it. I am excited. <laughs> Duran Duran in. The last two, very strange. Son of a gun. They think this song is about you. You're so bad. You're so bad. I bet you think this song is about you. Don't you? Don't you? Carly Simon. And the last member of the 2022 class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is the one and only Jolene, 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 Jolene I'm begging of you, please don't take my man The one and only Dolly Parton Did Raul Halford blow a fag on stage when Judas Priest got inducted? <laughs> was it a menthol? <laughs> uh, Douglas says, why is he even called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Shouldn't it be the Music Hall of Fame if they're going to allow in rappers? Well, and country artists who were never rock and roll artists. Look, you can, you can go Jerry Lee Lewis. You can go Johnny Cash. They were rock and roll artists before they were country artists. I have not heard if she's accepted it. She did turn down. She wanted to be taken off the ballot, but they didn't. When I think of a traditional classic rock and roll band, I don't think of anyone else but Eminem. When Jolene plays, all I have here is boobies, boobies, boobies. Your goddamn right, Morris Day and Time should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Until Iron Maiden gets in, this hall has no legitimacy. She did accept it. Okay, good, good. Dolly's going to go in. By the way, other business people, uh, Jimmy Iovine, the guy who's behind the Dr. Dre headphones and uh, Dr. Dre's worth of a billion dollars is thanks to Jimmy Iovine. Unbelievable. Like, I, to me... You got to have, okay, Judas Priest is in, okay. Pat Benatar and the Eurythmics, they are like, and even Duran Duran, that's kind of fringe even for me. I love Pat Benatar, though. I, I, I don't really have a problem with Pat Benatar. Carly Simon, huge problem with. Dolly Parton, huge problem with. 
Duran Duran, I like them, so that it's okay they're in. Eurythmics, eh, I can take or leave them. Lionel Richie, not a rock and roller. Come on now. That guy's a crooner. I like his music. I, I, I'm not saying he sucks or anything like that, but hey. <laughs> oh, the fact that people are willing to shell out several hundreds for a pair of fucking headphones when they're not even producers or engineers shows how absolutely gullible and stupid the average consumer is. And I have to tell you, as someone who's worn headphones for the last 30 years, if you decide to go out and buy Beats by Dre, you are buying hunks of shit as far as studio-like headphones go. There's far too much bass in them. They're not very good. There are plenty of other headphones that are that are either near that 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 price. So if you think you got to pay that much, and there are a lot of headphones that are better that are a lot cheaper than that. What do I, I wear? What do I wear? I wear Audio Audio Technica, great company, and this has a microphone attached to it. Um. Shore headphones. Shore headphones are probably the best headphones out there. S H U R E. They're they're a little expensive. They're in the two hundred dollar range, but man, oh man, I tell you what, those are probably the best foot headphones I've ever used. And the old studio, uh, Sony studio monitors. Besides, Chris Brown should have produced Beats. <laughs> but yeah, as far as all that shit goes, yeah, that's craziness right there. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, shit. I meant to read this early on. Sure makes great. They do make great microphones, and I had a pair. Of their, their headphones are, are phenomenal as well. You know, they weren't sure headphones. They were uh, Bears. B-E-Y-E-R. Bears. Those are the best headphones. I'm sorry. I, I said sure. Sure, I, sure microphones are amazing, and they aren't super-duper expensive either. Go to your local guitar store and get a good headphone for the money. They're meant for optimizing sound, not just showing people you've lined pockets with some overhyped wrapper. Sure is fantastic. I have one for the instruments and another for vocals. Yeah, that, I, I got it confused. It, it's it's Bayer, B-E-Y-E-R. Those headphones are, they have like a velvet cover around the ears. They're so, so they're, they're fantastic to use. I just wish the Shore, uh, super duper Shore mic wasn't so expensive. Well, and that's the thing is that you can you can go and invest in these microphones and spend gobs of money. You don't need to. I mean, I mean, if you're recording stuff, then it's nice to have. It, I, I'm talking to people that that think about going into podcasting or they're just listening. You don't need to spend three hundred dollars on headphones. Sorry, I had a text back. Uh, my 995 headphones. Exactly. Hey, it look, look. Depends on what you use. I use headphones every single day. I have headphones on every single day. So I want something that's good, that feels good, that's comfortable on my head, that sounds good, that, that isn't too bassy, isn't too poppy. 
I rock a pair of $20 J-Lab wireless on the bus every day. Nothing wrong with that. As long as it sounds good to you, what does it matter what other people say? By the way, I got a listener mail in. Uh, and by the way, all listener mail is sponsored by JS Floors. This is from our friend uh, uh, Andrew who says, Hey, Arnie, I just wanted to say thanks for making my day a little bit better. I've been working from 7 to 7, seven days a week for months now. Holy shit. All work and no ass makes Andrew a dull boy. The show has been amazing, and you, sir, are firing on all cylinders. Well, thank you very much. I love all the ass family. Y'all are an amazing group of people. I know I give California a lot of shit, and it's honestly because I hate seeing what it has turned into because a large part of my life was there. If I offended anybody, uh, all I can say is sorry, not sorry. I love the listener music days as well. seems like most folks uh, here have great taste in music. But some of y'all make me question whether or not you drive a Subaru. I know I already had a day, but I'd like to offer another uh, list. The Highwaymen. Oh, wow. Okay. Against the Wind, Born and Raised, Black and White. Angels Love Bad Men, The Highwaymen. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Let me finish this, and I'll put this into uh, where I need to put them. Uh, let's see. Uh, I know I still owe you a dinner, and as soon as I get burnt out enough to take a break from making gobs of money, we'll get that done. Keep on keeping on, brother. That's from Andrew, P-S-A-I-G. Hey, man, you're making them gobs of money. Boy, we're going out for steak. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> I want to see. Uh, might do that one on Monday. We'll do the, uh, that one on Monday. Always with the Subarus. <laughs> I use an average pair of Sony headphones for everyday use. Costs about 30 bucks. Folds up for convenience. I love them. No, you're... Look, look, like I said, when it comes to, a lot of people have always asked me about headphones. Sony used to make the Sony Studio Monitors. Best headphones I've ever used. And then they stopped. They just stopped making them. They were $100. They were the, the easily the best $100 I ever spent on anything. They had the old, like, yeah, all you old people that remember cords on phones, I was all ringed up. Yeah, the headphones did that to where, you, you know, you could you had, you had could walk around for it seemed like a mile with those headphones on. And I'm an old man. I, I, I am so, like, not digital. My headphones have to plug in, like, to do this show. I, I, I don't trust Bluetooth headphones to do this show. I never have. But, yeah, it just depends on what you like, what's comfortable for you, and what you think sounds good. Because everybody's ears are different. By the way, let's say congratulations to North Korea this morning, shall we? Since they have launched one of their suspected ballistic missiles as another test. (sighs) They fired it toward their eastern waters. A few days after North Korean ruler Kim Jong-un vowed to bolster his nuclear arsenal at the fastest possible pace and threatened to use nuclear weapons against other countries. Um, uh, I don't know what to say except... This right here. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. 
We have a world leader who invaded a sovereign nation who never did declare war on them. They're about to. Vladimir Putin said he's about to declare war on the Ukraine. That's going on in the world. The people in Thailand, or, 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 or Taiwan, I'm sorry, the people in Thailand, they're just having sex with underage boys. The people in Taiwan, they just keep looking to the sky to see when it's going to start falling because China's going to invade them soon. And now we have Kim Jong-un testing nuclear weapons. What are we doing about it? We're arguing about people who have babies out of wedlock. We're about to burn this country down over pregnancies and not realize that other countries are just going to come over here and just sift through our ruins. Mm-mm-mm. Short Asian man loving firing missiles more than Bill Cosby loves drinking games. Uh, you got a question, Braddy Kid? What's your question? Some ration we should put on a fireworks show for him. We can even use our own missiles. I, I this is this is what I was talking about. If he declares war, is that when all hell breaks loose and the world, us, gets involved and whoops ass? I'm not sure. I, 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 I really, you know, that's a great question. If he does declare war, well, I, I think the European nations would jump in first. Because God knows Joe's not going to do anything. Ken Dog says, thank you, crusty old cockstucker. Fuck Joe Biden. You want to know why I voted for Donald Trump? Because Donald Trump makes me feel safer. I don't feel very safe in the world where there's a, a, a Russian invasion happening right now, a Chinese invasion about to happen, and now Kim Jong-un has his hands on nuclear weapons? Okay. Ukraine really is an ally, so we shouldn't be involved. We will be, though. Guarantee you that. This, to me, this story alone is the reason why Joe Biden shouldn't be president. We did have a president who sat down with this fat fucking crazy man and had issued a, a an idea of a peace settlement. They at least started talking about a peace agreement between North and South Korea. And it all just went, went away. By the way, the 14th round of these weapons firings comes six days before the new South Korean president takes office for a five-year term. He's not, he's not whipping his dick out and showing it to that guy right now. Now, far be it for me to question the wonderful leadership of Kim Jong-un. 
what happens if they have a mistake happen at one of these launches? Whoops-a-daisy. Oh, we lost the computer tracking. That's going to hit. I don't know who I don't know who he hits. Maybe he hits China. That'd be funny. But what if that missile hits America? It was an accident, quote unquote. Because he says he has missiles that can reach California and Hawaii. shouldn't have those because he shouldn't be wielding those. These are the things that make me vote. These are the things that keep me up. Crazy people like this having access to nuclear weapons. I believe the Ukraine will... Uh, false flag, a small nuclear bomb right beforehand election. The cocksucker Biden will suspend the election with the War Powers Act. Can he suspend a midterm election with that? Or is that only a national election? Kim Jong-un's reign has to be referred to as a leadership because it's too small to be called a dictatorship. Uh, Elon Musk, by the way, came out yesterday, and he said the people that may have to pay for Twitter. Now, look, if I have to pay for Twitter, I ain't going to get on there. But he came out yesterday and said, look, uh, let's see. uh, He said there could be a slight cost for commercial and governmental accounts. Twitter will always be free for casual users, but might see a slight cost for commercial government use. I'm fine with that. I think that's smart. I kind of fall in the middle of those, like the 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 commercial use. Yeah, I use that for the show, of course. But then I can tweet too. If he spends the election after the chaos of 2020, then January 6 will look like a friendly sock washing event. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, if the government wants to use Twitter, they can pay to use it. I like that. That's fantastic. Good for them. Shut up. We don't want to hear you. All right. That is going to do it for the first segment of the show today. Let's see. Go like this. All right. Uh, let's see. Get that down here. Oh, why, why are these all flagged like that? I don't want them flagged like that. By the way, oh, before before I, I take this break, let me, let me get this story out of the way. The Washington State Legislature recently passed a bill replacing the word marijuana with cannabis in all state laws, citing the alleged racist origins of the Spanish word. So now the word marijuana is racist. We must get rid of it. I think they have more important things going on in Washington State right now. I think there's a little city that's being held against its will called Seattle. 
but it's more important for you to change the word marijuana to cannabis. I hate everybody in every office in the world today. That's what you're going to vote on? That's what's important to you? For fuck's sake. So people there can't even get married then. That's how they have to be cannabis Let's see. Uh, oh, let me go over here. Uh, let's see. Was, all those are racist reports. This is what they want, Ogre. You can't have cocksucker Biden calling MAGA the greatest threat without an end game. Arnie, just accept that everything the Dems don't like is racist. Duh. But the Democrats like marijuana. I don't have a problem with marijuana. We must change this to cannabis because otherwise it's racist. No, it's not. And by the way, I know the most racist terms. They said, as a recreational marijuana use became more popular, it was negatively associated with Mexican immigrants. Even though it seems simple because it's one word, the reality was healing the wrongs that were committed against black and brown people around cannabis. Man, oh man, y'all ain't got nothing more important to do up there than change that. The fuck, I need to live there. Everything's right and perfect in the world. For the love of God. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll go back to our, our, our theme music today. Today is Cinco de Mayo, so there you go. Uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be coming up next. 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
Hey, what's happening, vatos? Orale, another day in school, carnales. Yeah, man. I can't wait to get my education. Hey, are you guys coming to the Mecha meeting tonight after school? Hell yeah, man. I'm there. There's gonna be lowriders. Nah, I got detention again. Damn, vato. It's the third time this week. And it's only Tuesday, is it? But it's with my favorite cougar. Miss Mendoza. <laughs> she's so fine. She's crazy, mama. And she's so beautiful. Yeah, man. But she's bringing lowriders to detention, man. What? They allow lowriders in detention? <laughs> no, I'm talking about her chichis that ride bien low. <laughs> oh, my God, I love Yeah.
Texas town of El Paso I fell in love with a Mexican girl Nighttime would find me in Rose's cantina Music would play and Felina would whirl Blacker than night were the eyes of Felina Wicked and evil while casting a spell my love was deep for this Mexican maiden I was in love but in vain I could tell One night a wild young cowboy came in Wild as the West Texas wind Dashing and daring a drink he was sharing With wicked Felina, the girl that I love So in anger I challenged his right for the love of this maiden Down put his hand for the gun that he wore My challenge was answered in less than a heartbeat The handsome young stranger lay dead on the floor Out through the back door of roses I ran Out where the horses were tied like it could run up on its back and away I did ride just as fast as I could from the West Texas town of El Paso back to the badlands of New Mexico back in El Paso my life would be worthless everything's gone in life nothing is left it's been so long since I've seen the young maiden my love is stronger than my fear of death 
I saddle up and away I did go, riding alone in the dark. Maybe tomorrow a bullet may find me. Tonight nothing's worse than this pain in my heart. And at last here I am on the hill overlooking El Paso. I can see Rosa's cantina below. My love is strong and it pushes me onward. Down off the hill to Felina I go. Off to my right I see five mounted cowboys. Off to my left right a dozen or more. Shouting and shooting, I can't let them catch me. I have to make it to Rose's back door. Something is dreadfully wrong, for I feel a deep burning pain in my side. Though I am trying to stay in the saddle, I'm getting weary, unable to ride. But my love for Felina is strong, and I rise where I've fallen. Though I am weary, I can't stop to rest. I see the white puff of smoke from the rifle. I feel the bullet go deep in my chest. From out of nowhere, Felina has found me, kissing my cheek as she kneels by my side. Cradled by two loving arms that I'll die for. One little kiss and Felina, goodbye. ArnieRadio.com. Ready, get set, go. The Arnie State Show. Right now. 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 Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. You see, we have the Cinco de Mayo flair on the music today. Lowrider, fantastic. The second band we played was a group, uh, Ken Dogs, he'd never heard it before. It's a group called Metalachi. And we have one more from them coming up. And then the last song, next break, we only got two songs. Second one is going <laughs> to. Oh, man. Uh, uh, Texas 20, I can't get to that one today. I, I will try. I, I'll do my best, see Nasty. Uh, but Metalachi, if you've never seen them, and you probably haven't, they're a mariachi band that does nothing but rock and roll covers. I got to see them in Sacramento. Um, oh, what the hell's the name of that damn place? The place in downtown on J Street. I, I, I saw them there. And I got to tell you, it was one of the funnest shows I've ever been to. I mean, there was so much energy, and, and it was so much. It, it was so fun to hear those songs done in a in a mariachi way. I, I mean, like like I'm trying to think. Um, it wasn't hula hands. Uh, what is the name of that place? Because I know they play there. Harlow's. Harlow's, that was the name of the place. <clears throat> so you want this right here. 
You want the Texas Tornadoes, this one here. Let's see. All right, hold on a second here. Library. We go recently added. Mm-hmm. Is that the bottom? No, there it is. Okay, so we go that. We go to uh, add to playlist. We go over here to Z. Boom, it's added. And see, Nasty, I made it happen. Still not going to be the last song, though. There you go. To celebrate tonight, I'm going to watch Three Amigos. It's a movie about three privileged actors who flex their Second Amendment on a poor Mexican town. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we got we got to call shit. I haven't called Joe yet. God, he's going to be upset with me. I hope he's not, but there you go. All right. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Hello. Blake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, how are you? Orale, wey. Hey, buenos dias, como esta, mi amigo? Oh, que onda, vato? <laughs> hey, Joe, <laughs> uh, first of all, happy Cinco de Mayo to you. Thank you, thank you. I, I usually call it the 5th of May, but, you know, thank you. <laughs> uh, is it my understanding that someone had a birthday recently? Well, I, I don't like to brag, but uh, I, I reached another milestone. Where'd you hit? 5'7". Oh, man. Joe, this is for you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. See? Look at that. <laughs> Just for you, Joe. Just for you, Arlie Ermey, yeah. back from the dead. That is awesome. That is awesome. I know. Was that was you said that from the Grateful Dead? No, no, no. I brought Arlie Ermey back from the dead so he could oh, sing for oh. you. Yeah, and I, I noticed in the break you were playing. Was that from David Lee Roth? Uh, that was actually Metalachi. I was playing uh, Metalachi's version of Hot for Teacher. Yeah, it, it had a little David Lee Roth twang to the vocals there. I <laughs> very thinking, little you know, bit. <laughs> very, very little bit, but yeah. that's what I do. Yeah. I know, you know, I just got on board. I just now got on board with the DLM movement. <laughs> Did you now? Bi yeah, Biden's laptop matters. <laughs> you know, that's a <laughs> Is that oh. what that stands for? I no, wasn't sure. No, no, no. But but hey, I, I appreciate you getting on that now. Uh, oh, okay. Like, yeah, like most I, people know, have missed. If you need current events, you call me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, speaking of current events, Joe, is Nevada burning down because of the abortion idea? No, actually, Nevada has a... Uh, Nevada has a... Already, like, one of those trigger laws or something like that, where it's already... It's uh, it, it's already no matter what happens that the people will decide. Ah, okay, it will never so, be the legislators. The, the people will decide. Oh, so it's up to a state's rights. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. The way it should be. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. That's weird that that shit still yeah. happens in this country. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So I, I, I and we have Steve uh, Sisolak, not a big fan. Steve, no, he's an idiot. Not at all. No, and uh, so. But, uh, you know, I, I don't like to get really going on that, you know, yeah, issue. I hear you. Because it, it's a hot button, you know, and it it, it is, uh, it's it, you know, it, what's crazy is that it's one of those things that no matter how old it, it still 
is still, no matter what comes up every year, that's a hot thing to talk about. That will always be a huge, huge issue. Well, you know? it, it's a huge issue because they both sides know, and and this is this is the evilness of both sides. Both sides know that if they're down in an election and the Democrats are going to lose their ass in the midterms, that they have to throw this one. This is the biggest fish they've ever thrown out there, that they're going to outlaw abortion. They can't outlaw well, abortions. It's yeah, going do to you be think as, the Democrats... Go ahead. You, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, do you think the Democrats were behind the leak? Absolutely, 100%. 100%. I, I believe that, that they already say that somebody from uh, uh, Sadie Mayor's camp, one of her pages that leaked it. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I think this was absolutely leaked on purpose by somebody. And I don't want to say necessarily a Democrat. I want to say somebody from the far left. Yeah. You know, the extreme groups. Right. I think it's somebody from the far group that released something like this. And now it's just, now it's a shit storm in America. Right. I mean, it's one thing to leak that Daniel Snyder doesn't like uh, John Gruden, but it's a whole different ball game when you start leaking from the Supreme Court, the highest court in the land. Somebody's, you know, somebody's in trouble because this is just crazy. I mean, yeah, you're. Oh. oh, man. Hey, Joe, have you been watching any of the NBA playoffs? A little bit, yeah. Well, this is amazing because without LeBron in the playoffs this year, out of contention, they have had the highest ratings in the last 20 years. That's not a joke. I told you white people love the NBA. <laughs> well, wait, whoa, whoa, Murphy. <laughs> I sure picked a bad week to put this in. <laughs> no. no. No, I mean, I mean, like, it's crazy. Like, the Warriors-Grizzly game has been the best game won in 11 years, according to the Nielsen's and Sports Media Watch. That's, you know, that's great. I mean, I, I'm glad to see that. You know, I am glad to see that. And now, they because the, uh, the playoffs are on, what, uh, except for weekends, it's TNT and ESPN. Right. Right. And then weekends we get to our ABC. Uh, but, uh, no, I'm glad to see that, you know. Um but that is crazy. I don't know. I, I can you speculate why that is? Uh, I don't want to blame it all on the Lakers and LeBron. I think there are a lot of Laker fans out there that are pissed that the Lakers aren't in the the in the in the playoffs. I don't want to blame it on that. Maybe they think they're going to see a finals this year that isn't doesn't have anything to do with politics. Right, right. I I like that. Yeah, that it just has basketball. Yeah, that's all it is, is basketball, because nobody is so politically opinionated in the NBA right now that's in the playoffs. They just want to play. Right, and I really think the Celtics might be looking good. I don't know. I I, I don't watch basketball anymore, so I I, I couldn't tell you. I, I, I mean, honestly. Uh, I, I would probably go with Golden State in the West because the last time I paid any attention to basketball, they were good. But it's it's the NBA, and I, I just don't care. Yeah, I don't. I, I I'm not a big fan myself. Like when you ask that, you know, you know, I try to get honest, but sometimes I lie. Yeah. And right there, you know, I don't watch a lot of the NBA. I really don't because every game, especially now. You know, I love college basketball. You know me. I love all college sports. Sure. I'd rather watch the women's bowling team from Nebraska. Well, they're good. They're national champions, Joe. 
Yeah, I know. They're all, and I met a guy from Nebraska while I was working security at like the biggest volleyball tournament there is for high school volleyball. Met a guy from Nebraska, and we did. I almost got fired because we talked everything from women's <laughs> uh, women's uh, bowling to the Boy Hill Fountain is no longer by. And there's no more student union where it used to be. And, oh my god! And that, yeah, we 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 just uh, yeah we we were, uh, brought back a lot of memories, and it was really nice to talk to this guy. But you know, it's crazy when you talk about ratings. I remember I remember Billy Jean King used to get so mad because who. Who gets the biggest endorsements? Who brings the biggest ratings in men's sports? The best for the best play. Mm-hmm. And Billy Jean King would get so mad because you remember Anna Kornikova? Oh, yeah. Couldn't win a match to save her life, but the highest rated tennis player in the women's side to ever. Why do you think that was? Yeah, it's because she was fucking hot. Men Guys wanted to watch her play because she was hot. Exactly. And that used to piss Billy Jean King off because we didn't watch the women for how awesome they were or how good they were. We were always looking for the hot shit. Where in men's sports, we were, I, I've always said men are pigs. Okay. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. I, I, oink, oink. <laughs> I'm just trying to score chicks. On the <laughs> <double team. laughs> well, Joe, no, we aren't. Damn you, Joe, for calling us men pigs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the NBA is going, and and people are very very happy with it. It, it. It's good to see this. Now, do you think that that we're about to see a shift also in ratings for the Kentucky Derby because the Kentucky Derby is Saturday? And do you remember? Yes, you remember a time when the Kentucky Derby was the most watched thing in the world? That and and boxing. The sport of kings. Right, right. And, and more specifically, the crowd. The yeah. hugest crowd was, uh, it was like, what, 200,000 people or so at the oh, Kentucky yeah. Derby in person. Even. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At Race Hill, at, 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 uh, what is it, Downs? Churchill Downs. Churchill, Churchill Downs. Churchill. So, yeah. so uh, the running of the Kentucky Derby is this Saturday. Joe, you got any inside picks on this? Well, no, I don't. I do know one thing that I believe Mr. Bob Baffert, is he going to be around for this one? No, he is suspended for this one, I believe, because of last year's winner. Or or something that he did. He did something bad. Oh, come on. He's always cheating. You know, it is such a cruel sport sometimes. You know, I've heard of things like putting um, sponges in the horse's nostrils. Why? If you can't breathe, you can't run. Oh, um, wow. Jesus Christ. They do that to other horses. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Trainers put sponges in the horse's nostril. I know who's not winning this one. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, old, old spongy yeah. there. There's all kinds of ways to cheat. And, you know, if you try to put a sponge in Mike Tyson's uh, nose, you're going to get knocked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. You're going to get you a, know, a Lucky Eddie's, <laughs> Lucky Eddie's nose. He's like, what? Uh, so, let's see. Um, uh, the two favorites are Zandon and Epicenter. One is Zandon is three to one. Epicenter is seven to two. Let me. I'm pulling it up right now. Let me yeah, take a look. I, I'm, I'm glad you up. Uh, let's see. Everybody else is either twenty to one or thirty to one. It seems like uh, Cyberknife. So the, the, the Kentucky Derby always has the most. What? There's probably like fifteen. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. 
11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 horses in this year's field. Jesus. Yeah. One or two will probably get scratched on the day of the race. So, Right. And what they also have is that when there's so many, uh, so many horses that there is, you can, you can bet one horse and you have two horses actually. Yeah. I mean, well, so I, uh, if I was to bet, cause my dad, my dad was a huge, huge horse racing guy. I mean, he would go up to, you remember when the, uh, the Hilton was in Reno and they had that amazing, the, the horse room next to the big sports book they had. Right. So my dad would spend days inside the horse room and he'd never win. He loved playing, and he only played like two or three dollars. It wasn't like he lost family fortune playing the horses, but he was so terrible. But his one idea, his one pick that has lasted, you never bet on a gray horse. Gray horses never win. Don't ever bet on a gray horse. Well, you know, and that's a great point because it's true because, you know, you, I mean, you got the guys that down there with the, uh, you know, their laptops and their headsets mm-hmm. on and their cell phones and they're tapping in and they're getting all their info and this and that. And then some waitress comes up from Jenny's and says, ooh, that's a pretty one. Bet on him. Yep. Best system there is <laughs> right is. there. It really is. It really <laughs> is. And that's why it's a Kino ticket. It's a freaking Kino ticket. What's your Three, four, five, two, nine, eight. I mean, just. Yeah, that's all it is. It's a Kino ticket, especially with 21 horses. So what you're saying is that lady is still walking around different restaurants in Reno looking for her dog, Kino? Yeah, looking for her dog, Kino, yeah. Kino, Kino, where's that fucking dog? Yeah, yeah, because when I ran to Denny's, I used to have a pick It was just a way for me to get out of there in the morning yeah. but uh, to leave. But I would have the pick and I'd give all the waitresses the bus with everybody, and I'd make a pick of the week. And the the dishwasher, he was uh, he was uh, uh, Mr. You know uh, casino guy. He was so upset when the waitress won it at the end of the year. So she doesn't know a thing about football. <laughs> she doesn't know crap about football. This and that. And I said, and that's what it takes to win because yeah. it's all luck, you know. It really is. So it really we, is. We got, we got epicenter seven to two. That's actually three and a half to one. Zen and three to one. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm like, let's see. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll keep the racism alive today. And my pick of the race is White Aborio. White Aborio is my pick. White Aborio, a yep. ten to one. Ten to one. Shot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make me one. Uh, I'm gonna be. Uh, boy, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with the hockey player, Messier. Oh, or is he oh, yo, I like that. I like the Messier horse. Okay, Joe, you got to go down and bet $2 for me. If I win, you get to keep the money. I will definitely do that. Okay, White Aborio. That's who I got. No. You can have in what they call on the nose. That's a win. Yeah. Win, I, place, and show. Yeah, I just want to win. Just win. Just win. Just win. Okay. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. That's all I want. White okay, Aborio. White, White Aborio is my motherfucker. He's starting way on the outside, but that's, that's okay. fine. Okay. Ogre says, I want to get a black horse and name it Honky Killer. The interesting thing about their names is I think they get in a, they get like a certain amount of letters, and then you can fill it in any way you want. Because a lot of times if you look at race sheets, 
you'll see names of horses that all the letters are put together with no spaces. It's pretty funny. Right, and and a lot of times they have a combination of their mother and their father. Yeah, you know, name and stuff like that. And a lot of times it's because uh, the owner forgot his wife's anniversary, and so he <laughs> named the horse after. Honey, honey, you know. I named the horse after you. Uh, I know. Smile happy, honey. We love you. <laughs> we do love you, honey. I promise, won't happen again. Uh, something that we have to talk about here because Joe, you are known for your football insights. I want to know what your feeling is on this. Where do you stand that the NFL has now announced they have a bunch of games that are going to be international, including one in Germany? Well, you know, we've always got the, of course, the Huskers are playing in Ireland. That's college. But anyway, they've always got the London game, well, a couple of those. Now, the one thing I love about the London game is in case you've been out all night, it comes on at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, here. you're good to go. So you got action in the morning. Um, and, and you know they're going to go international um, because, you know, it, it's a worldwide, you know. It, I remember it used to take the Pony Express to get across this country. Now, and then it was you could take you there in, in a few hours. Now you can cross the globe in a few hours. Uh, you know, and it's it's becoming global. The money. Look at the PGA battling over that, that yeah. league. You know, that's another thing. I mean, I don't like it because uh, it's like, uh, boy, it's uh, you know, it's it's like us watching a soccer game. It, it, well, but see, this is the thing I don't get. Like, if they wanted to grow soccer in America. And, and, and soccer is it, 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 it probably at its most popular it's ever been right now, which is still way low. Wouldn't they bring over Manchester United and, and, and like Arsenal and have them play a game here in America if they really wanted to grow their sport? Here we are. We're sending our best over there. We're sending Tom Brady over there to play the Seahawks to Germany. Why? No, that's a great point. That's a great point, Arnie. That is a great point because you know Manchester United is like the most is the most highest valued franchise I think in the world. Uh, the Yankees are second. Okay, Google it. Yeah, Google it. Uh, I'm gonna let you Google it. You, you, I'll let you Google it and find out who the most fr- valuable franchise in all of sports is. Yankees. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. There's another team. Okay, Mr. Smarty Pants. Let me think here. Hold on a second. Let me let me get a special sound effect out here for it. Oh, let's see. Oh, there, there you go. Do, do you give? Do you give yet? No, no. I'm going to Google it. Okay, yeah. Please do Google that because then I'll have the song ready to go. Um, what's the term I want to use? Um, what is the most valuable sports franchise? Most valuable sports franchise. Yep. Hit enter. I don't need it. You rotten. How sport. about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Yeah! You know. Yes. And even Real Madrid is higher. There was a time, because I, I didn't Google it once, but yeah, the Dallas Cowboys. You know why? Thank God for Mexico, you <laughs> rotten sons of bitches. Five hey, point- even the Cowboys and the Carols. Hey, isn't it $5.1 billion the Cowboys are worth? 
Is it 5.1 million? 5.5 we're up to now. 5.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yankees are second, correct? Yes, the uh, Patriots jump in at number oh, two now. Wow, the Patriots jump in. Okay, that's a, that's interesting. Yeah, see, it does change. I know that one time there was, but I, you know, the, I've always known the Cowboys because they have a huge. And gee, why do you think the cow? Why do you think they want to have a game in Mexico? That's but I, but like you're saying, hey, we uh, don't play in Mexico this year. The, the Niners and Cardinals play in Mexico this year. Arizona. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there'll be nothing crossing the border during that game. I'm sure. <laughs> I'll be going back. 800 parlay tickets and a pound of meth. It's on the way, kid. Yeah, look, I, I, I hate these international games, and I don't understand it. I, I, I just don't understand because the foreigners, they don't want it. They don't like it. It's like us. We don't want we don't want Manchester United to play Arsenal here. You know why? Because we don't give a fuck. Yeah, but here, but here's another point, though. Here's another thing. If you're in Japan, you could be the best player in the professional baseball league in Japan. But if you're the best in the major leagues, they will get up at three in the morning to watch the game. Oh yeah, you, that, I mean, you, you dominate the, the highest rated basketball game, the highest rated NBA game. It might be sporting a bit. Was it was a game when Yao Ming played for the Rocket? Yeah, it was like three in the morning, and the entire country of China got up to watch it. Yeah, you know, so there is a lot of interest over there because, of course, everything American is yeah. cool. Well, well, this goes know. back to the old uh, the old thing about Happy Days. Do you know what the most popular show in Korea ever was? Probably Happy Days. No, no. It was when Joni Loves Chachi. You remember the spinoff? Yes. Because Chachi meant penis. Oh, was penis the name of of Joni? No, no. It it was Joni Loves Chachi, but Chachi meant penis. Oh, right, right, the, the, The first episode was the highest rated show ever. (laughs) <laughs> See, I get that. It's just like, you know, don't let, uh, don't shag Ornie's balls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. Shag, but I didn't know that. Shotzi meant penis. Yeah. So, of course. It, they, it's an was, old folklore story. That I wonder what Shotzi. the highest rated program in North Korea is. <laughs> Anything on the Food Network, because they'll try to eat it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Meanwhile, he's drinking a Hennessy and having every piece of rice inspected before he eats it. Shit, that motherfucker. Kim Jong-un ain't eating no rice. He's got he's got potatoes. That motherfucker. You know, I, I heard he has lobster flown in. Wherever train, he stays on a train so he can't be spotted. You know, he's right. moving all the time and they fly lobster in and they, yeah, who knows what. And to live in Pyongyang... You have to back know somebody, even to live in the city, like yeah. you know where he's at. Otherwise, you're out in the the boonies. What a great country that is! You're in the bad part of North Korea. Boy, that's you're awful. In the hood, man. What's oh, the man. hood of North Korea like? Man, can you imagine Martin Luther King Drive in North Korea? Yeah, yeah. Well, I saw him Saturday, Sunday. I haven't heard from him. <laughs> They haven't seen him for a week now. What oh, happened to him? Oh, yeah, uh, yesterday, I got into telling stories about Ray. Joe, you you worked in radio for a long time, and 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 today is one of the these 
these awesome radio days. Do you have any memories of like great stories from radio promotions around Cinco de Mayo or just promotions in general that you'd like to share? Great radio promotions. Well, I do know one of them. It was the uh, 25th year of the existence of 105.7 KOZZ. So you had to be the 25th caller. Well, guess what? If I wanted you to be the 25th caller, you were. (laughs) You didn't go through and go caller one, caller two? Of course I did. Of course I did. (laughs) Ridiculous. I have have ethics. Of course I did. Yeah, but um, go ahead. Okay, so we used to, back when it was just the other guy and me before the XY chromosome joined the show, I still have that T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, I, I had a coffee mug for a long time. Um, we used to go out. I would go out onto the streets every once in a while, and I would do events or stunts, if you will. And I loved doing today's stunt. Today's stunt was my favorite stunt we ever did. And we got to do it twice, and it worked out perfectly both times. The first time was at the corner of uh, uh, Moana and Kitsky. Now, you know what's on the corner there is a Taco Bell. Taco Bell, yeah, yeah. So we went to the Taco Bell for Cinco de Mayo because, yes, we were racist as fuck. And what we did, because we were on Rock 104.5, is we got $104 in, in ones and put them in a pinata. Okay? Now, we were telling people that the pinata was stuffed full of cash. Which, by the way, was true. So I was at this busy street corner because, as you know, living in Reno, that is a very busy area right there, Kitsky and McCarran. So I, I, I show up there, and we have a bunch of people that show up, and I, I pull up. We, we, we have it rigged up to where the pinata is ready to be hit. And I pick a lucky listener, and that lucky listener doesn't realize that it's so unlucky to be the one that breaks it open. So he breaks open this pinata, right? And the money falls to the ground. And about 60 people just dove on top of one another. I mean, there's fucking rabbit punching going on. People yeah. are grabbing people by the nuts. And one guy it's came like up. Black Friday. It's like Black Friday at Walmart. It Come is. Yeah. It is. And one guy got up and goes, well, I only got a dollar. <laughs> and I was just sitting there laughing my ass off the entire time because it was so funny. So we pressed our luck next year, and we did it again. This time we did it, uh, it was when the, there was a, a Chevy's inside the, what the hell is it now, the Grand Sierra? It's not, it's not, yeah, I know. Where, yeah. So we did the Chevy's thing there, and we did the exact same thing, and the exact same thing happened. It was mayhem all over again. And, of course, I was laughing my ass off. And we did it there. We did it there during a remote so that my partner could see the mayhem that he missed last year. So I love I love doing radio promotions on Cinco de Mayo. And, and you know what? That's right. That that is why that you know uh, Domino's got away with the thirty minutes or less because delivery or free. Because I lived at Willa Cather Hall, famous poet, the name, the dorm I lived in for the first. And we used to order Domino's. It wasn't even out here yet. Never heard of it, but we called it the Death Disc. When we, it was, 
This is in the early 80s, mid 80s. And uh, we would watch the delivery driver pull up. I was on the eighth floor and we would just jam up the elevators. <laughs> just jam up the elevators. So this poor fuck, I mean, he's, he's, he, I mean, he's got, you know, thank, he's in community college. You know, I got mom paying my way for a bachelor's degree. He's trying to struggle through community college and he can't even deliver a pizza. Probably coming out of his pocket. Most likely. And, and, yeah, and we're jamming up the other. Oh, just missed it. Damn it. Well, you'll get them next time, kid. You know, <laughs> and, and, you know, and getting a free pizza. And the same way that they do that is because, you know, you got, you got people like, hey, if you're, the first, if you're the first guy to show up and say, and say the rap radio show sucks, then uh, we, you win 20 bucks or something. And people are cheating through life and, and, you know, just to get there. So they had to cancel that whole get there first. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you we know. couldn't we could never do those. We oh god no, because people would fucking cause accidents. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Running glasses, yeah. And it's funny that Taco Bell hasn't been because before there was digital, there was real to real, of mm. course. Oh yeah. Now now when I tell, you know, the DJ in the club that thinks he's the DJ, whatever, I say, Okay, how about you got a three and a half minute song? You got to have the 13th collar and you got to splice cake to cut out the bullshit. Damn right. Splice together a nice tight, hey, you're calling 25, what's your name? You know, and, and put it all together while you're splicing and taping cake together. Not, you know, within like three and a half minutes before the song's over and then you play it back. Blah, blah. So that's cake. Well, I was, my first kid was the Sunny 106 point. It was actually FM 107 at the time. We didn't have the point nines and the point eight. It was, you know, remember when you push the button on the radio? Oh, sure. Your car? Yeah. And so uh, from six to seven, I would be on. And then from seven to 7.30 was like inside with John Casper or something, you know, and it'd be <laughs> him interviewing like the Lieutenant Mayor or something over something <laughs> stupid, you know. And I'd have to play that half-hour show. So that'd be a reel-to-reel. Well, oh. you can bet your ass Taco Bell was serving breakfast. I let that reel-to-reel fly, and I was off to Taco Bell. Oh, God. Oh, oh, come on. Like, that was, see, that was the pain in the ass of working up on Sutro. Sutro was, was never Sutro. close this was to Moana. anything. This was Moana. Oh, okay, okay. Well, right you're Right there fine. by Bobo's and Oh, yeah, uh, you're the, good. The very first, yeah. You're right across, across from the ballpark? Uh, no, no. Oh, okay, um, down, no, the uh, where, down the street. Down the street. If you're at, if, if you're at like, Taco Bell, head west on Moana. Okay. It was right next to Bobo's or something. This is way back with the Lorraine Arms. This was back before corporations owned all the stations. Okay, you know? all right, all right. And, and it was right, it was a block or two from Taco Bell on Kiski and Moana. And I would let that sucker roll. And oh my God, if, if something got squeezed or stretched or pulled, you know, I was screwed. And oh, yeah. I hit Taco Bell. And make it back before you know. Okay, now with with voice track, you know, I, heck, I could go at the Atlanta Steakhouse and make it oh, back. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. I mean, uh, Kale says, "Were you up by Hug High School?" Yeah, we were right across. That that's where I started. Was up by Hug High School, and uh, me and uh, uh, you, you remember uh, Steve Smith's kid Matt? Remember him? Yeah. So Matt was doing overnights on KOZZ. I was doing overnights learning the library on the dot. And we would get hungry because we're two young guys. We're hungry. So we would call pizza places. And, and, and sometimes they'd deliver. Sometimes they wouldn't. One time we ordered a cab. We, we each ordered a cab. 
to hug high school. And we, we turned out all the lights in the building, and we watched these two cabs doing figure eights in Hug High School's parking lot <laughs> at, like, 2 in the morning. I mean, oh, it was great. The shit that he and I did at late at night, I mean, yes, oh, if if, if I needed to, to drop a deuce or something, hello, Freebird. Freebird, you're not scheduled to be oh, played yeah. here, but yes. Why? Why? Hey, 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 hey KOZ, you got to play in the God of Vida. Oh, God, yeah. Eight, 18 minutes. Oh yeah, see, and and those were the best. You you did that, you could actually go someplace. But we called uh, the cigarette song for yeah. me anyway. Yeah, we called the cigarette song. Oh man, we you used know. to. Have- and there's nothing worse than being in the break room and the general manager comes out and goes, "You know, you got dead air." Oh, well, right then, I will get back there right away. Thank you so much. You've had, have you ever had the dead air dream? Oh my god, I still have them. Oh yeah, oh they're I the feel, worst. I cannot and I can't get back to the studio. Yeah. I struggle. I'm trying, but I cannot get back. <laughs> the song is ending and I cannot. I have that. Oh my god, that is so unbelievable. I have the dead air dream and I have the, I have one more class to graduate college dream. Wait, 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 and wait I can't, what's the last the one? one? The one more I have one more guy a class to graduate college. Oh yeah, oh like of I can't finish. I missed the final, or I missed. I have that and the dead air. Oh, the dead, the dead air. air like I've got to get back there because the song is over. And, and yes, I still have them. Oh, every every second them. felt like an hour if you had dead air. I mean, you didn't. That was the last thing you you would rather curse on the microphone than have dead air. Dead air was just embarrassing. Well, Man. Then, then there was the worst. That, yeah, those were bad. But the worst was, this chick is so hot. I'm going to meet her later. No. I'm driving the barn to Joe, meet her. Joe, you can't do it. You can't give our secrets away, but you've started. The hotter they sounded on the phone. I won't go there. I know. Wait, watchers, just get signed oh. up. It's all you can do. I mean, wow. Woof. Yeah, yeah, the hotter they sounded because here's the here's the thing, people. Listen up, people. There are people out there that you're their only friend. You are the voice of the you are the voice out there. They they listen to you, they love you, they call you all the time. You are their best friend. And you you're not. Okay, but there are some lonely people out there, and and I feel I feel for them, but you know, but uh, yeah, there was, I learned that. I mean, I remember I felt so bad sometimes, but yet then I, I did drive the garden of one and I turned around and drove home. Yeah. Oh, I look, look, it happened to me one time, only one time. Okay. So I was doing overnights on the dot. I get a phone call at like one o'clock in the morning from a girl who says she's a waitress at Ed's fantasy girls. Now, at that time, I was visiting Ed's quite regularly at that time, as a young man would do. And I knew that most of the cocktail waitresses weren't ugly. So I said, well, why don't you come to the radio station? Now, she sounded like she was about fucking four and a half sheets to the wind already. So she calls me back at like 3.30 says, I'm on my way. And I'm like, okay, you better get here because the morning shows are going to be getting here soon. So uh, the girl that did the morning show with Steve Funk before she left and I got put in there, she shows up. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then all of a sudden I see this car I don't recognize. 
jump the curb over at Sutro, tear through that dirt part of the lot, and then finally park. And it's her. And I go to the girl, and I go, please tell her that I can't come out and talk because, it, well, I mean, Steve Smith and, and Jake Armour are about to show up, for Christ's sake. So she's like, nope, you got to handle this one yourself. So I walk to the back, right, and I open the door, and there's this drunk gal, decent-looking chick. She's got a tit hanging out. Not kidding. She's actually got a tit hanging out. Well, it's called a teaser, but go ahead. And and she's like, I don't know to say hard uh, And I, I do, like, some kind of crazy fake voice, like, well, I'm his producer, and uh, he can't come to the door right now. Sorry about that. And then she goes, well, I got my kid in the car, too. What the hell? Am I just supposed to <laughs> fuck this? And she got in the car and tore off. But I was like, oh, my God. Dude. I believe they call that child endangerment yeah, in about yeah. 39 states. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. I can't wait. Well, I can't believe that is Steve Funk was the morning guy at the dock. Oh. Well, that's how he started. You, you, like, like when the dock first started, we were a country station. We were K hit 104.5. We flipped formats to the dot, and the original lineup was Steve Funk and a girl named Brooks O'Brien in the morning. And then it had <laughs> was the midday girl. And then uh, Scab, Cunt Scab, was uh, afternoon guy. A guy by the name of Kevin Smith was the night guy, and then yours truly did the overnights back when people were actually in radio stations at overnights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not just taking readings. Yeah. No. So the, the, the Brooks girl, she was a country DJ, and she got offered at a new country station. She left. They moved me to mornings with, with Funk, and he, he, he was going through a, a moral dilemma in her head where she couldn't play rock music. So she went to become the promotions assistant, and Kevin Smith, the, the midday, uh, the, the night guy, he moved into middays, and Chris Payne then uh, got hired to do nights, and it was just, it, it, and then they realized the, the chemistry that I had with Cunt Scab in the afternoon, because I would go and review movies there, they put us together in the morning, and they put Funk back in the afternoon, and the rest is history. Right. Well, they needed to uh, skew to more female audience also at the time. You well, remember? Well, well, that was the whole thing. And that's why he ended up joining the show is because Scab and I were kicking ass in the mornings, but we weren't we weren't safe. Our lead wasn't safe in first place. Right. Because and, who's the shopper? Who's the most valuable target audience? You no, know, the, the chicks. The the shopper. Yep. And Mom who goes and does the shopping. No, yep. I, I, I don't I don't deny that at all. And they brought him into the show and then you can say history was made. And do you know yeah, that we were the first two guys girl morning show in America? Do you know, before you guys, yeah, and before you guys, really, you were the first two guys, one girl. In America, I, I, at, at that time. In America. Yeah. At that time, someday I want to someday I want to find out what happened in Seattle. But you could tell me that at some other time. Oh, I, I, I I, no, no, no! I, I you you all you gotta do is ask Joe. I'll tell you. Okay, what happened, what happened in, Seattle. in Seattle? So we had dominated in Sacramento when we first got there. Ninety-eight rock. Oh, we were killing, and Seattle at the time was Intercom's biggest station outside of Boston, where their home company was. Even though they were based out of Philadelphia, which still makes no sense to me. But they had just lost Bob Rivers. You know the guy who does all the parody songs, the I Am Iron Man? 
Yeah. He was KISW, 99.9 KISW, Seattle's rock station. He was their morning show. And he left because mainly he was addicted to cocaine, from what I understand, and he didn't get along with management. So it's, it's, it's funny because Intercom did not use states' rights. Intercom said, hey, Seattle, you're taking this morning show there. And Seattle's like, well, we, we don't want them. And they, they said, well, it doesn't matter. Look at the numbers they're generating. So we got moved up to Seattle against – and it was funny because when we first moved to Sacramento, none of the sales staff wanted us, but management did. When we moved to Seattle, the entire sales staff wanted us, but management didn't. And we got no support there, Joe. Like, we did this event called Shaking Hands for Seattle's Kids. And we would go out and we would shake hands. We'd meet people, and they'd give you a dollar, and it goes to the homeless kids in Seattle. Right? Yeah. No big deal. We had, because our sister station was Cairo up in Seattle, and that's this, the Mariners' home, you know, that, that's their broadcast network. On the AM dial? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so we were, we were, they were our sister, you know, station. So we got home plate. Are you ready? This is, this is a promotion. I'm going to let you be the promotions director here, Joe. So you, okay. got, you got home plate entry at Safeco Field, and you're doing your afternoon show there live. What would you be giving away for Seattle okay, Mariners so, trivia? Okay, Seattle Mariners trivia, and you got home plate entrance. Opening uh, day. Opening, opening day. day. I would think uh, an autographed ball from the team. Okay, great idea. I was think anything team-related. How about some tickets to the day's go- ball game? There right? you go. Right, right. The afternoon guy. And I am not kidding about this. This is this is one hundred percent true. Was giving away pickles. Pickles. Then we were there to shake hands for Seattle's kids, and instead of getting us a big banner, do you know what they presented us? What? They presented us Nine sheets of computer paper, three by three by three, with it printed out, shake hands for Seattle's kids. That we so had like to a, so like a, so like a, a Rolodex cards. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. We had to tape that up to the side of the, the stadium. And let me just tell you, it was like watching a monkey fuck a football working doing radio <laughs> there. Wow, because that what was the law? What was the stay there? It wasn't very long. I mean, yeah, the stay I wonder was what happened. Six months, and finally we had enough. We were like, I, I got into it with the, it, and usually I was pretty good. I, I, I'd listen to orders and do my job. Uh, but when when uh, A Rod signed a deal with the Rangers, the G, the GM and the program director came to me and they said, "You can't be happy about this." And I said, "What?" Well, the people of Seattle, they first lost Randy Johnson and King Griffey Jr. You cannot be happy about this. And I was like, huh? I'm a, I'm a lifelong Ranger fan. I went to my first Ranger game when I was fucking five months old, dude. I'm a Ranger fan. That That's stupid. So uh, I, I made some remarks off the air loud enough to where I could be heard, and I was written up for it. And then we went and talked, and we pretty much said, look, look, you guys do whatever you want to do. We're going back to Sacramento. And that's what we did. Right. 
right? So, and, you know, people don't understand if you're in one market, like I think Reno's like the 120th market. 99. Maybe, 99. 99. Seattle, yeah, Sacramento's probably 28. 28. Oh, 28. Wow. Yeah, even bigger. 20, 28 radio, uh, 18 television because they, in, they include Modesto in the television market. Right, right. Because, yeah, the whole bit, I mean, uh, yeah, when you're syndicated, the money spikes. The money you know what? What I mean? spikes. Oh, it can. I mean, we were syndicated for a while. I mean, we make great money in Seattle and we got syndicated money from Sacramento, Reno. And the, the syndicated money, it's good if you get the right market. Sure. Right. I, yeah, I was always curious about that because, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, I, 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 I've always wanted to be the guy that says, in a world where violence reigns, <laughs> one man stakes in a hole in the body. You know, that's, yeah. I want to take over for that guy. Yeah, you know, I think everybody does. I went and I met the, uh, I went to the Ranger game last week and I met the, the, the PA announcer who I love. His name is Chuck Morgan. He's been doing it ever since like 1973. And I actually applied for his job. He left the Rangers one year to go to Kansas City. He came back, but I did apply for his job. I wanted to be the Rangers PA announcer. Yeah, I would. You know, I, I would. I would totally love that. I mean, uh, I would love to be the. I remember you guys were making fun of uh, the guys were trying out for the PA announcer, and you know, here's that. You know, the PA announced to go like this. Now batting. The shortstop, number five, Jose Vizcaino. But the guy that's the vomit mouth that says, now batting number five, the leadoff hitter, he's also the closer. He batted 395 last year in Philly, and he went up, shut up. You're not. (laughs) He's doing play-by-play on the PA. Yeah. Just tell me what position and who's batting. Now, wait a second. You got to have a little flair when the home team's up. Well, my greatest call was Levi Thunderbird for the Reno, uh, Reno, uh, boy, it was a semi-pro team, actually, mm. and I was the announcer. So I really, yeah, you got to have a little flair with the home team. Yeah, I mean, like, if you got Jose Vizcaino, you got to sell that shit. Jose Vizcaino! See, I could be a great PA announcer. I know you could. I know That'd you could. Awesome. There's so many people working today. That- <laughs> Come on. You know what, though? I couldn't because if I was having a bad day and a player came up and I didn't like that player, I'd be like, this guy sucks. And somehow it would get broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we got to, we got an opinion. Yeah. Because we, because we, we, you know, some people are funny and some people aren't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, believe me. I the, know. I'm going to go to the. Recently retired uh, CP. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's people that just love to hear themselves talk. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Oh and, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, but I love, I love him. By the way, he's a good. I, you know, and you know who the best voice? Because guys are the. I mean, I hate to be biased because I, I am, I'm a heterosexual man. Don't get me wrong. But guys, you know, they're the best disc jockeys. But the best woman that wasn't trying didn't need to try didn't even need to try but was the sexiest woman the best selling woman on the radio in my opinion is pam ferris i knew you were gonna say that 
now I have she to. She just doesn't. She, exactly. uh, look, 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 look. I, I, I have nothing but love for. I love Pam Ferris. Pam Ferris is a great disc jockey in, in the, the Reno area. Joe, I have a Pam story for you that is going to knock your fucking socks off. I've got one too. Go ahead. Um, so one day at the radio station, they decided that they were going to, to treat us to a day at the water park over in Sparks. Oh, God. You remember that place? It's mm-hmm. still there, right? The, the still big there. Water Wild Waters. Yeah, Wild Waters. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll do this. So we're out there, and it was me and Cunscab, and it was just when he and I were working together at the time. We're going up this ride, these wooden steps, we're walking up there, and we see, uh, <laughs> and she's standing next to Pam. Now, Pam has always been fit, been athletic. Pam turns around, and Pam is wearing a yellow bikini. Now, Pam is, is uh, very olive skin, very dark hair. Yeah, I, I just saw her. Uh, I just saw she didn't even recognize me, and I just saw her. Not to cut you off, uh, I just saw her at the boy. What at the Alice Cooper concert? There you go. go ahead. Um, Al, uh, then she turned. Pam turns around, and and she has not shaved. <laughs> and I'm not talking about your legs. She's European. <laughs> she's she's hanging out, if you will. I mean, like, like. Hello, boys! Like hanging out of the bikini down there. Well, thank God there's a John Deere dealership. Get a weed whacker over there. <laughs> oh, I was scarred for life. I like looked up and it's right there at my eye level. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, she, oh, uh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Because uh, that was back in the day. Remember, you guys had Third Eye Blind at the Pepper Mill outdoor. Okay. I think, and we had Oreo Speedwagon, those fucking, uh, those headliners, anyway, yeah, yeah. and uh, so we were, there, and I had the corner suite, this is back before they had tracking cards, so they thought I gambled a lot, but I really didn't, but I had a corner suite overlooking the concert, and Pam asked to change clothes in my room. All right, oh, I like where this is headed, Joe. I like where this is headed a lot. Well, she, yeah, she, she went ahead and changed clothes and uh, in, in the room and bounce uh, the bow wow. No, anyway, no, that's uh, yeah, but uh, whoa, no, no, nothing like that. She said no. she's a fine young lady, and nothing went down. I'm a, I was a, I was a dedicated. I was a single. I mean, I was a, I was a one woman man at the time. That Whoever was, was in the room at the time, that Good. was my woman. No, so, but yeah, so yeah, but uh, she's a good But uh, her voice. I'm just talking about her voice. Her voice is she's oh, always done. Oh, Pam, uh, Pam's a pro. Pam, Pam. There's no higher compliment I can give to her that that she's a pro. Yeah, because when I when I moved to the mountain, when I moved to country, um, you know, people would say, man, that must suck going from classic rock over to the country. And I'd be like, well, you know, in radio, first off, you don't get to pick your format. Okay? Exactly. And number, and number two, I said, you know, Led Zeppelin hasn't put out a new tune in a while. I don't know if you <laughs> noticed or not. Okay. You know, I never need to hear Dust in the Wind ever again. But, but, okay? but Joe, they have put out a new song. They're called Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> is are they really? Hey, have you not heard Greta Van Fleet? 
Is this the, the Robert Plant? Uh... Oh, no, no, no. This is a whole separate. Oh, oh, today, Joe, do me a favor and go and listen to Greta Van Fleet's first album and tell me that they are not the, the best tribute band ever to Led Zeppelin. Okay. And Greta then, Van Fleet. I will mark that down. And I then, will. then listen to their second album go, wait a second. Look, they're including they're including Rush now. Oh, they're they're really? fucking awful. But rock stations are falling all over themselves playing it because they sound just like fucking Led Zeppelin and Rush. Really? Hold on. Really? Hold on. A well, let me let me see. You can hear my songs when I play them, right? Yes. Hold on a second here. There you go. I, I hate this fucking group. I, 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 I'm not the world's biggest Led Zeppelin guy to begin with. But here you go. Let's see. That's just an example, Joe. Yeah, well, see now that, that, that yeah, because that does sound like like Led Zeppelin at like a, some old English castle. Yeah, yeah, but I but mean, with, that's like all one they of say. Robert, one of Robert Plant's testicles removed <laughs> or whatever, you know, and, and and so, but I would tell me, so I moved to country. I said, but at least country, there's new music. You get new music to listen to. You know, it was the top top forty country station, right. so it was the same thing over and over. But at least it was some new. Some new music and the biggest vomit now of all time, Wild Bill Shakespeare. Oh, yeah, remember Wild Bill Shakespeare? Oh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, so he was my boss. So, the very first range, now, you guys, we weren't a a station that took over another station spot on the dial, we were a brand new spot on the dial, 94.5, a brand new spot. And the very first book came out, Women. Uh, what, 19 to 36? What is the 18 to 34. 18 to 10. I got a 10 chair. Oh, the morning, that's good. The, the very first book. Now, I knew the second book I was going to die. It was, a, it was a spike or whatever, right? I mean, and I just, still, I came into the office. Everybody, wow, Murphy, wow, Murphy, wow. You know, the morning show got like a 1.3, the afternoon. And, and my show, I got a, I got a 10 chair. And they were like, wow, you know, this, that, well, who's the first guy to downplay it? it was Wild Bill Shakespeare. You know, he was just, and, and the morning guy was a guy named Rick something. And he would, he would, was when he Rick would, like, no, not Rick Carter. Rick Carter's a pro. Rick, Rick Carter, Carter is was, gold. Rick Carter yeah, is my pro. hero, man. Rick Carter does, you know, I, I, I even asked him when I did spots, please, if you hear something that you don't like, let me know and I'll, and I'll, I'll change it because, Rick Carter, you know, he does, you know, he's the guy on the, you know, the TV spots, you hear the Les Schwab's, the whatever, he's, you know, his, his voice is, I'm sure he's doing oh, okay. I, I, I want to be reincarnated as his voice. Right, I mean, right. He, Rick's he, voice he, was yeah. just the truth. Yeah, he tried, he tried going to marketing for the Grand Sierra, but it was like the Hilton then. He can't, he lasted like two weeks because it was like not his gig. He could like, no. I, I can't do sales, no. uh, whatever. I, I came back, but but uh, so I did. 
you know that so and so this guy Rick some Rick Steven I forget his name but he was this guy that he didn't enunciate and so he would say like you know join us tonight at uh, at Fantasy Girls whatever where admission is uh, admission is only ten dollars and I would say hey Rick admission is what comes out of the back of your car is not five. Okay, it's admission. Ten dollars admission. Oh buddy. God, that's right? so great. So, so they decided. Okay, well, they asked Bill Shakespeare, "What do we do? Do we move? Do we just get rid of Rick, or do we move Rick tonight and get rid of Murphy?" Well, while Bill Shakespeare, what did he say? Get rid of Let's Murphy. Get rid of Murphy. Move oh. Rick tonight. You oh, never say it. Uh, uh, Jim McClain was furious. Jim McClain oh. was furious. Told him and said, Murph, you come over to the overnight school, pay you this thing, come to the overnight school. He's furious. So, so they move him. So I get asked to Rick, uh, uh, Jim McClain, who, who there's a lot of ego in radio, right? A lot of ego. Oh, yeah. and, 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 and if somebody thinks you're better than them, they get a little scared, mm-hmm. you know, even though they're the boss or whatever. And that's what happened with, with, with him is that he, so he, and uh, and I remember before the, we went on the air, we were bringing this on the dial, and I and I was the last guy to get on. Valerie Ferrari was on, uh, uh, and they said, uh, uh, "Okay, I finally got the gig." And I, but every year I went to Nebraska, and every single year I went to a home game in Nebraska. I was going to Nebraska, Colorado, and I said, "You know what? I'm going to cancel because they're like, yeah, that's right during sweeps. That's right during sweeps, Murph." Uh, and I said, you know what? I'm a team player. I've gone every year to a Nebraska home game, but I'm a team player. I, it's my first gig, uh, full time. I, 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 I'm not going. I'll stay on for that. And I show up. I show up for my night gig, and there's somebody filling in for Wild Bill Shakespeare. Oh, and like Jesus. the first week, and I said, well, where's Wild Bill? Oh, he went up to the UNR game in Oregon. Lovely. Lovely. Went up to the, yeah, oh, no, he went up to the UNR. I, I, oh, just pressured me, and I didn't go to the Nebraska game, but yet he went to the UNR game in Oregon. Hey, you man, know? It, you, you know how it was back then. I mean, like, like that was the cool part about working on the in, in the Sutro building, I, where I will give credit where it's due. That building had so much talent in it. I, I mean, you, you think about the people that worked in that Sutro building with Jim McClain, with the morning show that I was on, with Smith and Armor, uh, not to mention all the salespeople that turned into general managers all around the area. Right, right. Uh, Big old Chip Cooper. Yeah, I mean, you had Cooper. You had, uh, oh, I can't think of her name. She was a Hispanic gal. I can't think of it here on Cinco de Mayo. Viola. Viola was her name. And she was hot. Oh, man. And she, I think she's still the GM at the, at like the Univision stations in Reno. But, I mean, we had all this talent, and that was the one thing in that building that everybody had talent, and the egos, Steve Smith and Jake Armour had the biggest egos in that building. And, and you can say what you want about the shows that I was on. On the air, we were cocky, we were dickheads, but that was the character we played. Off the air, we would give you the shirts off our back, if that's what it took to help out. And I always would say, hey, I hope you come in second. And they didn't like that. But that's the competitor that I am is because I want to win, but I want our station to finish second. That way we're the top two. 
Right, because it's like Gladiator, win the people, and you're the king. Yeah, you know, win the people, and and, and you know, and like I said, Pam Ferris when she the first time she was driving, and I got a call, you know, answered the call, and she said, Joe, she said, Joe, she says, I was just driving home, and she said, you're a freaking pro. She goes, I just heard listening to you on the country station, and all I've ever heard you on KZZ, and you, and it was a huge compliment for me, and you know, and she just call me on her way home. And say, but yeah, like you said, the talent was so there was so much talent, and uh, you know, even Nick Danger, uh, he, oh. you know, I I used to give him so much shit. I said, look, you were you were a DJ to Trip Coven Turlock, okay, buddy. So <laughs> I made you what you are, you well, son mean, of a bitch. But you think about no, seriously, you bring up Nick Danger. I haven't even talked about how talented at one time Chris Payne was, not to mention how talented at one time Max Volume was. Now those are two guys who whose egos have just outgrown themselves. But at one time they were amazing and we were all in the same building. Yep. Yep. I mean, it it was fantastic back in the day. Well, Joe, I've kept you long enough today, my friend. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. Don't forget to place our Kentucky Derby bets. I, I, okay, now let me get the bet real. Let me write it down for sure because I want to end this up. And, and, you know, and we could talk forever. I just love talking about all this crap. Oh yeah. And and and, and I want you to know that. Uh, uh, yeah, I can. Love, and, and the only thing you can do real quick ever said to me one time because I always get in his face all the time. Whatever. He went to Ozfest and he said, "Murph, I could have used it at Ozfest. And I was like, "Why?" He goes, "Some dude came up and said." slapped the beer out of my hand almost in my face and said, you ever call my bitch, my girl a dumbass again, I'm going to rock your world. <laughs> he was like, yeah, need a little backup, did you, buddy? <laughs> Murph would have been there for you. Yeah, I would have bitch slapped that guy in the fucking Ozfest for next year. All right, so, uh, let, you, you, uh, what's your horse? Let me write your horse down. White burrito or, or something like that. It was white or er, B.O. White RBO. I, yeah. I, I, I got it. Okay, you want two to win. Yeah, $2 to win. $2 to win. And today is Thursday, so I, I'm going to get it in. Uh, you know, I'll go on the mobile app and put it in. All right. You're the man, Murph. I got you. I love you. Thanks for everything. And, uh, and thanks for putting up with me. It's so awesome talking to you. Uh, good talking to you, too, Murph. I will talk to you next week, buddy. Thanks, buddy. All right, man. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Uh, and back to our music. Let, let Let's hit it. We got a late request for this one. Hey, baby, que paso? Hey, baby, que paso? No que yo era un vato. Hey, baby, que paso? No me dejes de ser morto. Come on, baby, bend and cut. Get on back to cara linda. Que no ver que te quiero No me dejes de ser morto Hey baby, ¿qué pasó? ¿Por qué me tiras el loco? Hey baby, ¿qué pasó? No me dejes de ser morto
Come on, baby, Ben and Kyle. Get over to Catalina. Get no bears, get the kiddo. Don't make the kiss this anymore. Hey, baby, get my soul.
they tried to get rid of me but from ocean to ocean they gonna have to deal with me I've been overlooked, slept on, stepped on, left for dead Always against all eyes like Pac said I'm the living great Gatsby But these boys are watching quick and disappear like Banksy From ocean to ocean, sea to sea I'm something that you gotta see Mexico in this song. Oh, <laughs> I was laughing the entire time that was playing. Oh, <laughs> the depth of my racial humor knows no deeper area. Oh my God, that was fun. That was fun for me. Like I said, sometimes I, I, I do the show to entertain myself, and I just hope that you guys can come along for the ride. NKOB is sounding good right now. Straight Fire says, oh, my God, shoot my face off. 
Then back when Metalachi was doing rock and roll all night, this song is even worse than the original. What an awful song. Hangdown Jen says, I can just say today's music selections are reminiscent of my family's barbecues, which don't even count as a get-together unless there's a little mariachi music. There you go. I swear, I, yeah, oh, that was me. I was laughing that hard. That was me that snored in the background. Because I can just see somebody going, you realize that the, here's, the, here's the joke killer. You ready for the joke assassin? Uh, Arnie, you, you, you realize that Pitbull is uh, Cuban. <laughs> yes, I do. There's Jen. <laughs> See, Jen, you fell for the trap. She says, how in the fuck did Pitbull slip in there? Isn't he Cuban? Cuban! He's not fucking Mexican. Damn it, as I'm Mexican, I'm confused. I didn't know he was one of my people. <laughs> no, he's not. That's what makes it so great. By the way, neither was Marty Robbins. Oh, I have fun on this day. This, this is one of my favorite days for music. And I have to tell you that the V-Coop earlier, you tried to figure out what tied everything together. That was for a whole other list of music that we're going to do tomorrow. I had the music picked out, and I didn't know what day it was. And then this morning when I, I turned on the news, they said Cinco de Mayo. I was like, I have to change the music immediately. I'm a showman for Christ's sakes. So there you go. Got one more song. Got a George Strait song coming up. So you're good to go there. Uh, all right. To continue our Cinco de Mayo celebration, not at all. Uh Mexico's national food pizza is being talked about. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. A pizza delivery driver is suing 16 of his friends after they won a million dollars in a lottery syndicate and didn't give him any of the cash. He says that he's owed $70,000 even though he didn't pay for getting the ticket. Well, you got me. I was like, fuck, my people come from those roots. No, damn it. Jesus Christ, nobody look at the stocks today. Oh, the stock market down bad? That surprise you? I, I mean, I mean, honestly, like I don't know a lot about the stock market, so I don't I don't really talk about it. Okay, it's it's not front page here. I, I can imagine down is always bad. Alright, I'm not seeing anything too much yet, so but I, I understand. You don't want to lose anything. This pizza driver, Philip Philip Sados from Ontario, Canada, is suing for seventy grand and other costs after accusing a group of stealing his dreams. So the the group of sixteen got a Maximilian prize on a lotto ticket. They didn't invite him. Why? Because he's probably a dick. He didn't pay to play, so we deny that he's entitled. Yeah. Hey, he didn't even pay for the ticket? You, you think that just because you deliver pizza? And by the way, how big is this goddamn pizza place? They got 17 delivery people? Does it take them like eight minutes to make a pizza? Fuck, we need to get that restaurant here in America. Taco Bell was smart. They would have released Mexican pizza today. Bingo. 
Special Kale says, you mean it's down some more? I guess it is. Oh, 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 look at this. At the time of the big win, so the guy used to play in the game with them, but he owes them 30 bucks. So he didn't pay for like three of the times. No, he don't get no money. Fuck him. He's out. You know, I'm a boxing fan. I am a big boxing fan. Let's see. Oh, this is TMZ. What's on TMZ? Somebody get knocked out on TMZ? Have I seen this already? Oh, I have seen this. This this is atrocious. This is so atrocious. I'll do it. Sign me up. I'll take them both on. Both of them, I'll take them on. These two idiots, the island boys. This is how stupid. Look, look. These guys are big social media, quote unquote, influencers. And they got face tattoo. They got diamond teeth. They got all this shit, right? And now they're talking about boxing. And they released a couple videos of them showing their skills. First of all, I shit bigger than both of them combined. And they want to get them in the boxing ring. Please get them in the boxing ring. Please. Please please, please let them take on. I, I don't care who. These kids need to be. This one of them. And this is how dumb they are. This is the thing that blows my mind about this generation and influencers and things like this. The thing that they had really going for them that set them apart, besides the stupid face tattoos and the diamonds in the mouth and all that kind of stuff, they had these things that they wear in Florida called wicks. They looked like they had gigantic matchsticks on the top of their heads because they had dyed them blonde. And uh, they recently cut them off. Why, why are you cutting off your moneymakers, stupid? Nobody knows who you are now. Thank you, Stackar. Buenos dias, Adam J. Happy Cinco de Mayo to you, actually in Mexico. Uh, my 401k is down like four grand from when it peaked under Trump. Okay. I actually pay to watch him one-on-one versus Logan Brothers one at a time. When it was only uh, 20000 to start with that giant shit in the bed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you what, man. These guys that want to do boxing, I, I find it really amusing because I have been a boxing fan since, I don't know, I was five or six. I'm pretty knowledgeable boxing fan. And anybody, and I mean this, if anybody believes that, that Jake Paul is a real fighter, he, he's not. Now, now Jake Paul trains a lot. He, Jake Paul, to me, would be like the, how should I put this? He's the guy you see in the gym always working out, doing the... He's like a... I, I would say that he might be on the tracks to being a Golden Gloves boxer. He's not there yet. I mean, if he were to fight an actual legit Golden Gloves guy, the Golden Gloves guy would knock him out. Probably in, 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 in about two rounds. Two to three rounds, because those, those guys are amateurs. 
now you, you start moving up and you start to actually fight boxers instead of MMA guys, Jake Paul's going to get knocked out and so is Logan Paul. And that's why they keep chirping, they keep trying. They're weak. They're weak. Could they kick my ass? I don't know, probably. I imagine they could put a good beating on me, but I'm, I'm going to be giving it back. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, Adam J., does Mexico have a big party today, or is this a day that the gringos made up Mexico wants no part of? I believe it's the second. It's kind of like St. Patrick's Day in Ireland. So, yeah, all right. So, this guy wants his fucking part of the lotto. He ain't going to get it. Sorry there, pizza guy. And I hope you get fired, too. This broadcast brought to you by Afrin. Actually, it's not even Afrin right now. Sam stopped carrying Afrin. I don't know what I'm going to do. This is a Sinex, Vic Sinex. It works okay. But I like the Afrin better. I still have some Afrin at the house. You see Muhammad Ali's grandson, Nico Alwash, uh, fight last week. He knocked the crap. I did. I did see that the, uh, the grandson of Muhammad Ali has started fighting. He's got the footwork. He does his grandpa's shuffle real well and has a big right hand. I'd love to see that. Oh, man. There, there's nothing that I enjoy more than seeing good fighters on the way up. I, 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 I am not the world's biggest MMA fan. I don't know the name of the holds and things like that. I, I'm, I'm an ignorant MMA fan. I do like it. I, I enjoy it. I think the, the people are tremendous athletes, tremendous, tremendous athletes. But I would rather watch boxing. I prefer boxing. Like I said, no knock on MMA. I prefer boxing. And when I see young up-and-coming boxers coming up, oh, I start to get excited. Oh, man, do I get excited. I mean, I've, I've been watching Canelo Alvarez for at least 15 years now. Canelo Alvarez is, in my lifetime, I think Canelo Alvarez will probably be the one of, one of if not the greatest fighter I've ever seen fight. Floyd, to me, uh, let, let me just get this out on Floyd. Floyd was a phenomenal boxer. He beat Canelo. He beat a young Canelo. If they, if Canelo was aged more when he fought him and, and more, I, I think Canelo could have beaten him. But Canelo was young, and it's still a loss, and I understand that's on Canelo's record. It's his loss. I get it. Floyd, it, you can't take anything away from from 50 and 0. You, you can't. I'm not a Muhammad Ali fan, so everybody wants to say Muhammad Ali is the greatest. Okay. You guys can go ahead and say that. I, I can't put him up there. And Mike Tyson, of my lifetime, and I'm, I'm just going to my lifetime, I would probably say Tyson, Tyson's been my favorite. Has he been the greatest? He was for a while. He's, he's top two. He is definitely top two. You almost got a little Romish there. Tremendous athletes. I know. <laughs> you call that's tremendous. I am a tremendous broadcaster. If I were to talk about myself any more glowingly, I would be Jim Rome. Rack 'em. Jim Rome is such a tool. Thank you for calling me out on my toolness there. <laughs> People ask me, uh, like. I, I've been asked this bunch, like, what streaming system should I get? What 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 should I download? 
and I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell people because there's so many goddamn streaming services. There's Peacock. There's fucking uh, Netflix. And I got both those. And I got Hulu and this stuff. The, the one that I don't have seems like the one to get. And that's Paramount+. Plus. I guess all the new seasons of, of Yellowstone are going to be on Paramount+. Plus. They got a cool show from Tyler Sheridan called Mayor of Kingstown. They've got this new uh, mafia show by Taylor uh, Sheridan, the guy who did Yellowstone, that stars Sylvester Stallone. Something about Tulsa, the kings of Tulsa. That's coming out. And they have just announced that they are going to reboot the Jackass TV show. I, I, I think that's fantastic. That, that is awesome. That's a show that I miss. And if you have not seen the latest Jackass movie, you need to see it immediately. It's the I, I think it's the funniest of them all. But yes, Paramount Plus is going to reboot the franchise, which means we will have new episodes of Jackass coming soon. Mm, Why? Well, I never enjoyed that show. Well, okay. Uh, Saturday night, UFC and Canelo fighting undefeated by uh, Bivit, six-time gold medalist. Okay. Uh, let's see. Sylvester Stallone with the southern accent. Dear Lord, just kill it. No. He, he, he's, I think they move him to Tulsa because he got in trouble in, like, New York or something. Uh, how long till Knoxville has one too many concussions and strangles? I, I, think, I think he's going to be done. I think he's going to be, like, an executive producer. I started watching a show called Banshee, uh, that first fire. I've heard about that show, Banshee. I've heard that's pretty good. The, the mayor of Kingstown, you want a good show? That was a good show. That was a good show. But I'll look, I, hey, man, I'll, I'll watch the, the new uh, Stallone show, and of course I'll watch the new Jackass, because I remember when Sunday nights when Jackass would come, Jackass would come on at 7 o'clock in Sacramento. Dude, I was in front of my TV. I had to watch that shit. Uh, any word on Bam? I think it'll be most of the same characters from this last movie. And I think that after their settlement, I think that they've gone just their separate ways. I, I don't think there will be a Bam in there. And I don't think Bam should be doing it, really. But that's just me. Now, there's a fucked up story. It, it, is Arise still here? Uh, Arise, we haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, let, let, let me call you in real quick. There it is. All right. Something happened there on Monday that made me scratch my head. A bronze statue depicting one of Oklahoma's most famous Native American ballerinas was chopped down from its base 
outside of Tulsa Museum, and there's other statues lining the road there, um, and then sold for scrap. Museum officials say five moon statue Marjorie Talchi was likely removed Thursday from its plith outside the Tulsa Historical Society. Museum officials received a call Monday from CMC Recycling to identify what was believed to be pieces of the bronze statue. (laughs) Special Kill says, I want my own theme song. Uh, the Tulsa Police Department is working diligently to... App- okay, so it was stolen. I got to say, this is this is an Oklahoma crime. Hey, man. Hey, let's go get us a statue and then sell it to a recycling place. Ooh, my cousin has one of them recycling places. Let's go there. You're, you're going to get caught, dummies. <laughs> they stole a statue. Uh, the department uh, pieces of the statue, including the head and part of the arm, are still missing. The head and part of the arm, major pieces, I would say. Police say the original mold for the statue burned in a foundry fire, so recreating the statue will be much more complicated. Statue knows as the five boons was created by Tulsa area artist Monty England. The other five moon statues are renowned American Indian ballerinas depict Yvonne Chateau, Rosella Hightower, Mosselin Larkin, and Maria Tallchief, Marjorie Tallchief's sister. But, I I mean, like, these guys are going to get caught, and this is the first question I want to ask. Why did you steal a statue? I mean, I mean, were you tired of breaking in condemned homes there in Oklahoma and going for the copper? No, no, no. Right, this was not BLM at all. This was this was somebody somebody stole it and they took it to a recycling place and the, the recycling place started to dismantle it. I mean, uh, yeah, my wife didn't want it. No one, like, like there's there's. Did they check Lake Mead? Like, I, I want to know. I want to know, like, what's your excuse for saying? It's not like they, they had the, the right stuff to, like, to rip the statue down, which is probably like a truck. Then they put the ballerina in the back of the truck, drove that to the recycle place. And said, yeah, yeah, the old lady was tired of having this in the front yard. How much do you think we can get for this? Who steals a statue <laughs> just to melt it down for the recycle money? D- d- can somebody say meth addict? Oh, my God. Oh, I've had that story for the last two days. That's just funny to me. Oh, my God. I mean, it's terrible for the museum, and I uh, feel awful. But it's still funny as shit. Now, this next story, I got to say, it, it th- this is a horrible story. It's so bad. 
And the parents are such bad liars. I only do these kind of stories so you know what kind of world is out there. (sighs) This is a story about 36-year-old Lacey Fletcher. I missed that one. Thank you for the You're very welcome. Now, this happened in Louisiana. So we can, we can shit all over Louisiana for this one. Lacey is 36 years old. She's the daughter of Clay and Sheila Fletcher. Their daughter, who was very, as they said, very autistic. And to say someone in Louisiana is very autistic, that's saying, I mean, that's really saying something. Um, the parents insist, insist it was this girl who was severely autistic. It was her decision to stay on the couch for 12 years and use a nearby towel for a toilet after police came to the home and found the remains of Lacey fused to the couch. What is fused? Well, I'm glad you've asked. Fused is when the body becomes one with the couch. You grow together. Uh, let's see, you asked what town here? Uh, it's not saying Dr. Cornwell. The East Feliciana Parish Coroner's Office. Feliciana. East Feliciana Parish Coroner's Office. The, the coroner's office said that it looked as if she had been on the couch for almost 12 years straight. Oh, straight fire. The next story is pretty darn moist, too, my friend. In 2010, the parents went to the doctor's office without her to ask advice on what to do because she doesn't want to leave the house. She doesn't want to leave the sofa. She's totally recluse. The doctor told the parents to bring the daughter to the hospital, yet she was never admitted, and no treatment was ever provided for her. The horrific scene discovered on January 3rd, her emaciated body was found partially naked, sitting upright, submerged in a hole in a couch covered from head to toe in urine, Liquid feces, maggots, insect bites, and her parents' otherwise neat single-family home in Slaughter, Louisiana. So I guess it's a, I mean, look, look, this is one of those really, really tough ones here. Uh, You make the call. Do you believe that the parents were just handcuffed and couldn't do anything because she didn't want to leave? 
Or do you think the parents just didn't give a fuck and let this poor child rot to death on a couch? Uh, uh, by the way, let, let me just say, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say part two. I'm going to say it's part two, that these people are awful human beings. They're what I would refer to as monsters who let their daughter turn into a couch. I mean, that's actual transitioning. If that line didn't cause a fucking accident, I can't be I can't I can't come up with stuff quicker. That should be the definition of transitioning. This girl was turning into a couch and the couch was turning into a girl. Wow. That that's I mean these parents these parents are awful. You should have them fucking become one with a fucking bull or something. That is so nasty. And by the way, by the way, look here. If your kid's too much trouble, first of all, A, give it up for adoption. Okay, but if, if, if you're one of these whack job nut persons here, let me, let me help you out. Let me speak whack job nut to you. Why didn't you just kill her? If she's becoming that much, why didn't you just kill her? Get rid of her. Bury her out in the backyard. Y'all are good. Take her to a swamp. You're in Louisiana. They're everywhere. Just laughed so hard. Real transitioning. Coworkers are looking at me. But it's true. This girl is the only trans I will ever recognize. You, you, you don't let it just... How do you let it sit there for fucking so long? They live in a single-bedroom single, single bedroom house. The parents still live there. They said when you walk in the house, this ter- terrible smell of death, feces, and urine hits you. I don't want to live with that. Exactly. So like the teleportation machine and two things like the movie The Fly. When Jeff Goldblum got turned into a half man, half fly. (laughs) So nasty. Oh. Oh, it was a two-story one. Is two-story one-bedroom home? I don't know. I, I, I'm looking at a picture. These people are monsters. That's just monster right there. Horrible. All right, one last story here. I want you to think about your peril in life. Walking around with a few extra pounds on you. Maybe you have a birthmark on on the side of your face. Maybe that's what what ails you. (laughs) You don't have it as bad as Malcolm McDonald. 
Oh my God, this is so fucking funny. He's 47 years old. He had a terrible blood infection that caused him that that caused him something to happen that I you never hear from very much. His penis fell off. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't no. pull the trigger. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I, I would never point a gun no. at him and pull a trigger. No, 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 no. His penis fell off. He, 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 he ain't got a wiener no more. I mean, think about it. You're just hanging out one day. Man, you know, I ain't feeling too good. Uh, oh, crap. Yep, my penis just fell off. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Uh, so when the, they don't know when the girl died. They, uh, hold on a second, let's see. They, they do not know. That was the one thing in the story. They, they, have, they can't pinpoint it. That's the sad part. All right, so his penis fell off. You think that's the worst part of the story? Um, let me just say, uh, no, 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 no. Um, this guy was on TV as Malcolm McDonald, the man with a penis on his arm. Medics built him a penis that was attached to his arm due to surgery complications. Due to his genitalia placement, including struggling to cuddle his grandmother and burning it while cooking. In 2015, doctors revealed he could have a new penis grafted from the skin on his arm. However, the lack of oxygen in his blood during surgery meant doctors had to abort midway and stuck the six-inch penis to his left arm, quote-unquote, temporarily. Hospital delays followed by the COVID pandemic meant that the appendage stayed there for six years. Can you imagine? Oh, my God, I'm watching video. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, if you tuned out early today, I am sorry. Holy Christ almighty. This is the greatest video I've ever posted. Good night, Reagan Day. He's got a dick growing on his arm. And it's been there for six years. Viewers were stunned watching the program as he's doing dishes and his cock arm is out. <laughs> Gives a whole new meaning to gentleman's handshake. This is a real story. What happens if he waves at the neighbor? If he's got short sleeves on, that cock is flopping him back and forth. He says he's burned it cooking. He's hit relatives in the face with it. 
Did they? Yeah. Oh, the video is blurred. Yes. I guess this aired over in Great Britain. A uh, new documentary which aired last night explained how he had done more and more drugs after becoming homeless, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I think this is fucking, this is awesome. So they, they grew a wiener out of his arm. Like, I guess it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Man, oh, man. (laughs) Shit, if I got a chance to grow one, god damn it, that thing is going to be huge. Uh, You're going to have to put it on my back, Doc. I want a big one. It still has feeling? Oh, sure. See, they've got to... uh, they finally, oh, man, they left him with all kind of fucking gross stitches and shit, but at least he ain't got a dick arm no more. I put the story up here uh, about dick arm. Jesus. He would stick darts under his penis arm as party tricks. Oh, my God. Oh yeah! Oh, I I I swear to God, this thing it starts like it starts before the ditch in your elbow. You know the ditch when you when you build your elbow, it starts about like an inch in front of that. I'm starting this goddamn thing at my shoulder. Yeah, you can just start it there. Fuck you! If I'm paying for it, I'm getting it. Can it start on my left shoulder and then go over to my right side? Cock Armin back. Uh, he he's gonna be able to have sex someday after doctors installed two tubes, which enable him to inflate the penis with a hand pump to give him a mechanical erection. Oh man, yikes! Well, that right there is something. Yeah, oh, it, oh, this, this this is a fascinating story. Man, oh, man, thank God that he didn't have too much, too much fucking skin on his forehead. Can you imagine that? <laughs> that is a real dickhead right there. You never wear a hat again, or you have to wear nothing but adjustable hats. Wear them backwards. Have the cock hanging out of that. You're going to get some looks, though. I'm just going to warn you, you're going to get some looks. Oh, all right. That's going to do it for us today. Uh, thanks to Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy for being on the show today. It was fantastic, as always. <laughs> Thank God for these stories. I love these stories. Good old cock arm. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow's Friday, first of all. That's fantastic. Secondly... It's celebrity-ass deathmatch tomorrow, and it's the biggest cunt so far this year. I'm telling you right now, ass family, I have outdone myself. Wow. Wow. By the way, just so far, January till now, that's what's happening tomorrow. 
So uh, please, please, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all enjoy your Cinco de Mayo out there. If you go out and party, hey, tonight's a good night for Uber or Lyft or a cab, just in case. Maybe you have too many margaritas while you're listening to Pitbull. I don't know. Maybe you go may, go go to a go to a, a festival tonight or something, and ask for a mojito. And when will Pitbull be played? You will be the bell of the ball at that fucking swindig or shindig. Uh, until tomorrow, adios, everybody. I left out of Tucson with no destination in mind I was running from trouble and the jail term the judge had in mind And the border meant freedom, a new life, romance That's why I thought I should go And starting my life over on the seashores of old Mexico My first night in Juarez I lost all the money I had One bad senorita made use of one innocent lad But I must keep on running, it's too late to turn back I'm wanted in Tucson, I'm told Yeah, and things will blow over on the seashores of old Mexico Two Mexican farmers en route to town, I can't say Led me right on the back of a flatbed half loaded with hay Down through Durango, Lima, Palmyra Then in the Manzanillo Where I slept in the sunshine on the seashores of old Mexico After one long siesta, I came wide awake in the night I was startled by someone who shadowed the pale moonlight My newfound companion, one young senorita Who offered a broken hello To the gringo she found on the seashores of old Mexico She spoke of Sonora and swore that she'd never return For her Mexican husband she really had no great concern Cause she loved the gringo, my red hair and lingo That's all I needed to know Yeah, I found what I needed on the seat
seashores of old Mexico Yeah, she loved the gringo, my red hair and lingo That's all I needed to know I found what I needed on the seashores of old Mexico You look like you drink white Gatorade and smell like nickels. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.